It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness. The most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning, Corbin. Sam, we're going to give away uh, a chance to go on a date. And Gimpy, listen to this. You're going to get a $50 gift card to Big Whiskey and a workshop for two at Board and Brush. We'll pick a winner Friday. Sam, that's not it. <laughs> Tell me more, Corby. Gimpy's going to see have something to talk about. Yes, and Gimpy, yes, you know, today we're doing our top list. People yes. you should follow online and, you know, 
Sam and Gimpy, we're going to do Conspiracy Thursday today as well. And and I don't know if you, Sam, and you, Gimpy, are aware yes, that here in Tulsa, mm-hmm. the BOK Center located downtown is going to be having a event called the PBR this weekend. Sam, isn't that fantastic? Yeah, getting an event here in Tulsa, Corbin. I love it. Hell yeah! So we're going to speak with one of the riders. And uh, F2020, an anywhere but here getaway chance for you to get out of town. Every hour today, you have a chance to get qualified. And Michael Gross heard the cue. So Michael is uh, potentially on his way to be getting the hell out of here. So be listening for another cue to play every hour today with Lynn in D.C. Sam, isn't that fantastic? It's wonderful, Corey. So great you guys are both here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering what we're doing, that is morning television. <laughs> right. Uh, this is pretty awesome. You're going to love this, Sam. I picked this just for you. Oh, nice. I feel, I feel like, like these type of stories, Sam or Samantha or Seaman Sam... <laughs> What are you laughing at, Gimpy? <laughs> well, I just think it's funny, Corbin, I, that you picked this out. You handpicked this for Samantha over there. <laughs> I don't like being called Samantha on this show. That's like listen, I'm in Samantha. Trouble. It's fine, Samantha, and you mind your own business. <laughs> uh, these cops have arrested a man who was uh, plotting to kill his wife. Wow! And I know Samantha, you're going to ask Corbin, how did he plot to kill his wife? And Corbin, how did they catch him? Well, they caught him because the wife called the police. I mean, oh, so nice. seems like the right thing to do. These two have been married for 27 years. And oh. the husband, who's 60, the woman is 59, tried to kill her by setting up a trip wire what? at the top of the steps. <laughs> so she would fall down. Maybe there was an explosive attached to it. Who knows? <laughs> By the way, his name is McGruber. She's like, ooh, a marshmallow. <laughs> right. So what happened, Sam, is he set up the trip wire with some uh, fish fishing wire and eye hooks three inches from the ground uh, at the top of the stairs that led into the basement ten steps down. Um, I'm guessing he allegedly he believed that she would trip and fall down. Well, apparently he had left in the morning. She went down to the freezer to get some breakfast, and she did trip on it, but she fell backwards. Oh, okay. And was like, what's that? Caught, was like, whoa, called the police. The police arrived. She explained to them what happened. They're like, yeah, that is deliberate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess they decipher that he's the only one that could have been in the house to do that. And when he arrives back from, I don't know, getting his morning coffee or Donut holes or having his uh, vinegar replaced because he's a douchebag that uh, they arrested him. And apparently there was a history of verbal and physical abuse. Oh, wow. And police say he attached the fishing line to eye hooks three inches above the floor basement entrance. And that's wife that his wife has was the intended victim. And uh, she was like, I just was trying to get some of those tasty flat hash browns that everybody loves <laughs> instead of the little pieces. Right. I'm more, I'm more, I like the individual little diced with no peppers or onions in oh, it. Oh, no, no. You give me those potatoes, O'Brien, all day, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- Lowry's, seasoning oh. salt, a oh, little bit of onion powder. New world. Dude, we got this. Uh, Butter. It's like a ranch seasoning, but it's like a Chipotle yeah. ranch uh, yeah. seasoning. 
You can put that on your taters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Air fryer, by the way. Mm-hmm. Air fryer. Mm-hmm. That I is, I've got to say, the greatest invention I saw of this. the modern century. Ooh, air conditioning's pretty great. Uh, Penicillin's pretty high. Okay, can I say of 2020? How long has the air fryer been around? At least I don't 2019. Like two years, oh, I think. It's been, yeah. We're pretty late You're to the game. It. Okay, well, yeah. of the last two years, that is the greatest invention um, known to man. I saw this yesterday, Gimpy, and uh-huh. thought of you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yes, Sam? I, they have, like, this huge-ass one that they're showing on TV now so that you could put, like... Everything in there that you can't it's normally oven, fit Sam. in. No. <laughs> they have them in kitchens. I don't no, know what you're talking about. A, a giant air fryer that like you has like a handle that you lift up to put a ton of food in there. And I was like, oh, that's what Gimpy needs for all of his, you Hell know, yeah. hundred kids and everyone that comes to visit him and his fifteen dogs. Like, there's a lot of people there that are, you know, Welcome hungry. Welcome to my show. Walton's have, over here. You have a ton uh, of mouths to feed. So I saw sure. that and I was like, that's a drawer. Gimpy needs that. Is that like something you think? I want to Google it here in a minute, but like. Can you put a turkey in it or like a ham? And I'm talking like whole turkeys, whole hams that you would make for like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. An air fried turkey. Well, okay. So let's, oh. <laughs> they do have oh. a, like, you know, the tabletop toaster ovens. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. those that have that air fryer thing. But okay. what is an air fryer? Have you looked inside one? It is a heating coil that is like on your stove with a fan above it. Pretty much. It is an oven. It's a <laughs> convection oven. That is all it is with a high powered fan. Wait, yeah. the thing that like literally is in my house right now. So why would I buy an air fryer? Because it's got a more strong fan. Amazing. Oh, okay. That's why. Well, I, I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> so it to go. Hey, they've got a bigger one. This is true. It has a drawer. Yes, they're called ovens. So they're just not as fanny. The, right. An oven doesn't have a powerful fan like is on an air fryer. Okay. If you know what a convection oven is, mm-hmm. that is all an air fryer is. Premium XXL air fryer with fat removal technology. <laughs> 300 bucks. God, the, the, the way they label things. <laughs> I know. It's I, not removing the fat, yo. I, it said removing it. Removing it from there and putting in it the, in my ass. Yeah, no, in the commercial, it's like, want to make anything healthy? Here, put lard. Not that, but like a bunch of other stuff that they had and a ton of it for, you know, a house with a right. lot of people. Right. And I saw right. that and I was like, Gimpy needs that. Oh, this isn't that large. A three-pound, four-quart capacity. Get out of here. I have a seven-quart. Yeah, I need something bigger. Did you get the one at Sam's, right? Is that the one that you bought? Well, no, how big I got is the yours? one at the uh, Walmart. Okay. How big is yours? About the same thing. Hell, I don't know. It's about the size of uh, of uh, of a toaster oven, to be honest with you. Uh, it's 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 not small. It's medium. It's m- mine's pretty large. It barely like fits underneath the counter. Seven quart. I bought a seven quarter. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even look at the size. I just seen it and said, "Ooh, that's awesome! Happy birthday!" Yeah, because I gotta have room to put my uh, my my chicken tenders mm-hmm. and my French fries mm-hmm. and my crispy crowns mm-hmm. and my fish sticks. Yeah, you were super ahead of it. Then you got some special seven quart one, and I thought Gimpy the one that you had was like could fit like I don't know a medium fry in it, and that you just oh, you a know, medium shut, fry, a medium French fry, like, like that, a, just like one that fry. Thing. Yeah, no, like, like that's in that space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, oh, oh, oh. like a steak fry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, you could uh, you could put quite a quite a bit in there. Like we did pork chops, boneless pork chops the other day, and in you, the air fryer. Yes, <laughs> you bread that stuff up, man, and you put it in the air fryer. Twenty minutes, boom, you're done. Yeah, uh, but we could, you could fit like three of those um, pork chops in there comfortably. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bet you get one. I know that they're good. I've had my Why? my friend has one, and like, cause she made vegetables, and I was like, it's "Well, awesome! These are delicious vegetables. Yeah. I'll eat vegetables this way for sure." Yeah, I'm I'm not condoning this because I don't think anything replaces the hot wing or even quote unquote boneless, but cauliflower with buffalo sauce is pretty awesome. And in the mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, vegetables are awesome. In it. In, yeah, I did. I've done the. Um, Asparagus before wrapped in bacon. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Bacon and it's awesome. What are we doing? Goddamn, Gippy! I love. By the way, that you're like it'll take all the fat out. And we're like, wow, well, that's ridiculous. And then he's like, I got pork chops and bacon wrapped asparagus in there. And like, yeah, yeah, you, you need, need that, that help. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's like a Big Mac goes crazy. It ain't there. fat. It's flavor. <laughs> that's goddamn right. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this poor lady. Yeah, I mean, it's such a <laughs> husband's trying to kill her. We're talking about food. I'm just, <laughs> she said breakfast, hash browns. Just saying. Her husband watched, like, you know, The Staircase on Netflix, and it's like, I could make this happen. Well, here's the thing. Like, most people that are abusive that way think they won't get caught. Mm. Right? They, they start, it's almost like a little bit of a narcissistic behavior that in, ends up happening, mm-hmm. is you think no one can punish you, you think you won't get caught, you think everybody around you is stupid. I got in away with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's intentional. Because like, he got tired of her ass? Yeah, pretty much, basically. <laughs> got tired of her crap, and he's like, all right, I'm going to send this broad down the stairs, and if she doesn't die, at least she'll leave me. He's just too much of a pussy to go and be like, hey, or, I'm like, out. Or, yeah. he is like, uh, Again, that falls into that narcissistic mentality of yeah. like, I'm not leaving. I don't have to leave. She'll leave. Mm-hmm. I'll make her leave. Like, if someone falls down the stairs, they're going to be incapacitated at the bottom of the Not stairs. Not necessarily. They just might have some broken legs. Uh, right, But, yeah, they would have to, you know, whatever, army crawl up the stairs, which would be pretty tough. And I'm sure he was just like, oh. No, she was. She was. She had the fall. And I, you know, I've fallen. I can't get up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she a life alert? <laughs> I've fallen. <laughs> and I can't get up. He comes home, he's like, yes, dead wife, got my <laughs> right. Starbucks, Play got my macchiato, yep, I'm going to go in and, oh, no. Right. Come right away, 911. Okay. If you Damn were going to get rid of Jeff. <laughs> I'm saying. Not that you would. Yeah. Knock on wood, God forbid, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. How would you do it? Mm, I'd probably poison him. Really? Yeah. Like, like, put something in a... Like, like a, antifreeze or something? I don't know. Anti, antifreeze? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's in a lot of the murder stuff I watch. That happens a bunch. And I think they even changed the taste of it because people were killing each other with antifreeze because before it was a sweet-smelling thing, so you could put it in drinks, mm-hmm. sweet drinks, and then people wouldn't notice it. Right. And they would just start acting like super loopy. And then, I don't know, all the antifreeze companies got together. Yeah, it makes you act really loopy. And people... Is that what you take? No. It's it, like, if I was on... if you do, Sam? <laughs> no, Corbin. No, if you take antifreeze, like, you are a, like, over-the-limit, two-point-something drunk. Like, it makes you seem completely wasted. And so, like, all, I don't know. I shouldn't know so much about murder. <laughs> it's but, sounding so really think, weird. Yeah. I was, I didn't know you were going to get this detail, but go ahead. Keep yeah, going. so I think that Dig. They, they changed the way that antifreeze tastes now because this was, like, so easily getting slipped into people's drinks and either people not dying of it or it's not, like, it's really easy after the fact to be like, oh, their blood crystallized. Yeah. But... During while it's happening, it's like, what's going on? Why are they are getting jaundice? Why aren't they getting better? Why don't why doesn't the medicine work? Yeah. So I think all the antifreeze people got to like a hotel room convention and was like, All right, let's make it taste bad. 
I think that's what happened. Gimby, how would I do it? I would probably um, run them off the road. I think that'd be the best way to do it, like stage a car accident. A little harder to, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because with the antifreeze, you can, you know, friends, you can you can do toxicology and find out, oh, this person was poisoned yeah, I think whatever. I think, like, the idea of this, and I, maybe I should have said this before you guys gave your answer, because that's where my head was, is that you're going to get caught. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you're, to me, your response shows how sadistic you are. Oh, well, if we're because going to in get my caught, mind, then. in my mind, it is like I'm just going to shoot her because it, I'm getting caught. Right. So what's the quickest way See, that I can end it? Because I'm like less hands on. If like, <laughs> oh, you're really enjoying that Diet Coke, are you? Like it feels whatever. Like oh, let's drink tonight. Like it feels less hands on than. Like having to point a gun and yeah. pull a trigger and it make a loud noise and like I hear you. it's ugly. Yeah, like Exce- well, I mean, you don't know what it's like when someone starts. They don't. They could start vomiting and everything else oh, when they yeah. they take an antifreeze. Um, but you had here's the problem with that is that feels methodical. Mm-hmm. Like you have time to carry it out the car wreck too. Mm-hmm. Like there's time, plenty of time for you to stop the process. A gun. Oof, like it's over in a half second. I uh, went off of my hand. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Again, he's trying to get out of it. I don't think you're going to get out of it either way, no matter which one you pick. Yeah. I thought we were trying Hard. to you know, get away with it. That's why I'm like, you know, stage a car accident or something like that. If we're going to get caught, that's yeah. the deal. That's, you're right. The best way to do it, just shoot him or, you know, stab him multiple times, whatever. Uh, I would. Like stabbing? Oh, my God. Multiple times. I mean, I know. poisoning them is pretty intimate, too. No. Because uh, I mean, you're like. Here. Right. Drink you take this more. glass and you drink it. So you're pretty you something much, to drink. You're killing yourself. Like, I'm not touching you yeah. while you're doing it. And I think stabbing, like, you have to put a lot of pressure into stabbing someone. Like, it is, you know. <sighs> Tripping just seems like a really stupid way to try and do this. Like, there's no, like, the percentage of chance of death mm-hmm. is really low. Right? Yeah. Poisoning is also the percentage. It's probably is is equal to in terms of death being the result as the the, the catholic method for birth control is at stopping birth right like pull that drink out of your mouth yeah <laughs> <laughs> right it's pretty much I don't know the perfect time to pull the drink don't don't right. you worry i'm just saying that like people survive poisoning all the time that's true but there's the guarantee there is pretty small car wreck the same thing like there's no guarantee yeah you're right you're right um they could just simply be maimed paralyzed in a coma there's yeah there's chances yeah. that they won't die about it same falls true with the with gun or you know a weapon of sorts like that if you're gonna stab them or whatever there's a gun no if, if i'm sh- like no there's the high- bleed out is an option yeah right hitting of the right spots, right, right, right. right. The, the, the you can't pinpoint out the like poisoning, right. I say that because we just spoke to a guy on Monday who was shot in the head, self inflicted. Absolutely, that's different. But still, and I ain't using the twenty two, <laughs> right? Forty four Magnum, largest gun on the planet, or a copper bullet. <laughs> Nonetheless, I think that there there's a chance. It's a lot smaller chance of survival yeah. with a gun or a knife or something. But if, if I'm getting away with it, mm-hmm. you, you won't see me again. Like, I would do it and just evaporate. Go to Canada. Go on the run. Somewhere. I'm, I'm going to, go, yeah, I'll go to Canada. Go there. Go look for me there. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I hate that. 
I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to say where I'm going to go on the air. But I, what am I saying? I'm not going to hear, like, hurt my wife. I, I think it would I take I almost just swore. I effing adore her. It, I would think. She's like everything to me. It would take me two weeks to die of a heart attack after I've killed somebody and went on the lamb. Two like, weeks? No yeah. way. I, I, a minute? I, I, I just feel like the stress of that day after day after day, like, maybe I would get to six days, but then I think my heart would give out or stroke out. All right, there's a really creepy text. It says, okay. arsenic missed it up the nose while they're asleep. Difficult to trace that way. How do you know that? Right. I understand that it's difficult to trace, mm-hmm. but there are other things other than you were in the house with them. Right. By the way, also, I, I don't know about you, creepy texter, but I don't know where to get arsenic. Uh, you can get it from a bean. What? Yeah, or rat poison, Yeah, essentially. It's in your water. Just like, trace amounts. Yeah, though. like it's not like it's still in your water. Yeah, but if you it's drink, it's still readily available. Is my point. It I, isn't this rare thing. I wouldn't know. I mean, unless now someone you when we go to break tells me what bean it is. I didn't know that. Wait, that's not arsenic. Isn't the bean? Arsenic isn't the bean. Mm. It's the other one. There's another one. It's not arsenic, but arsenic you can get. It's not a hard product to find. Now, when you buy it, they may write your name down, like when you buy 40 pounds of fertilizer. All right. Mm-hmm. Apparently, arsenic is it occurs naturally in rocks and soil and used with a variety of purposes in industry and agriculture. Oh, I'm not going rock picking to kill someone. Get out of here. <laughs> rock picking. Wow. You, can just stop at, you can just stop at, I'm not doing. <laughs> That's true. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not doing, underscore, yeah. fill in the blank. Yeah. Well, well murder. Fishing line, I hole it, you know. To tie it around is how this guy tried to kill his wife. Three inches feels too small, by the way. But if you get your foot caught underneath it. Ricin. That's what I was just yes. about to tell you. It just clicked in my brain. Thank you, Breaking Bad. Right. Teach you how to make ricin. Ricin. Yeah, they did it pretty good in that movie, in that show too, right? Like yeah. when they did the the acid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To Which is readily available. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 But use a steel tub. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. A hog. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Bundy did it that way. That's how he would dispose of the bodies. They eat everything. Gross. Mm-hmm. Alligator. Tigers. Those are really. Oh my. Really <laughs> available. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Number one. You know, have a discussion when I get home. <laughs> so is everything okay? Hey, do you know where my handgun is? <laughs> yes, I do. I and can't the code find changed. It. Just right. so you know, right? I cannot find my gun safe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Never. <clears throat> uh, do your wife a solid. Every- <laughs> what? Nice transition, Corbin. <laughs> do your wife a solid this week and qualify her for a fifty dollars gift card. To Big Whiskey and a workshop for two at Borden Brush. We'll pick a winner uh, tomorrow. we got to take a break. News quickies when we return. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Uh, at this time, I need to make an announcement that on behalf of Jeff and Gimpy's wife, hey. uh, sorry, girlfriend and my wife, these were just a theor- like a joke. It wasn't real. Um, and we love all of you, especially my wife, who is everything to me. I like how Gibby gets more offended that you just called his girlfriend his wife than he did about us talking about murdering her. Like, don't want to get anybody confused, like, man. Gibby's wife. It. Hey! <laughs> Set the record straight. All right, Jeff. Right. It's less than that. <laughs> The theory of killing her. 
than it is that she may be considered, you know, someone that lives with him permanently. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> That's happening. Let's do news quickies. That's not a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> don't have the paper, man. World news, local news, and news that don't just makes you say, what the now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in, in on Christmas what's going on. News quickies <laughs> from the Big Man Morning Show in 1995. <laughs> Rude raccoons keep harassing White House reporters. Have you seen the video for this? Yeah, I, so I put it on our Facebook oh. page. It is awesome. Um, Joe John. Do you remember the video of the guy, the news reporter, and the flies? And he's like, this fly! Like, oh, yes. yeah. it's the same idea. Except, and he gets super pissed at these trash panda raccoons. His name's Joe Johns. He was working for CNN. Um, on the White House lawn, and a raccoon like came up to him, and he's like, "Get!" like yelling at it. And then the raccoons came back again, and um, I think after the first time, he threw something at them, and then they still came back. And he's like, "God, no! Every time I turn on my camera, they know when I'm on, and then I start talking." And so he later said that he thinks that it's the lights attracting the raccoons. That like they want to come see what's up. They like dark and right? well, they want to see like like what's going on. So they're trying to come up and like be aggressive, and they've done it to other reporters too. Oh, this has been yeah. a problem apparently. Yeah, so much that there is also a video of the Secret Service trying to catch some of the raccoons, and um, they also set out a trap with a marshmallow uh, to try to get the raccoon in the cage. But they're still. I don't know, coming up to him being dicks. So the uh, they had an ex. By the way, did you call them trash can pandas? Yeah, they're trash that's can a horrible. Pandas. Don't ever they're insult pandas. pandas. Don't insult pandas. They're trash pandas. They don't look insul- the same. No, they, they have do not. Blacked Pan- out no, eyes. Tr- they can be cute. Are horrible animals. I know, but they can be cute. No, they can't. They are horrible, mean animals. I've seen a lot of people have them as pets lately. Until on they're TikTok. older. No, these are like full grown. They're not like, like little kids or whatever. Stuff. No, yeah. They are not good animals. I've seen a lot of people having foxes pets too, which is interesting. That's really weird. high maintenance. Yeah. Really? They're yeah. super sly. Uh. Um, but this has apparently been like a problem ongoing, and they had an expert on who was like, listen, the only way a trash can panda <laughs> will come up to a human is if they've been normalized to think a human will hand them food. Okay. Which means True. someone okay. is feeding them. Okay, like squirrels in the park. Most of the time, they'll just scurry off and do whatever unless they're used. Like, you can go to Woodward yeah. Park over here, and they'll come right up to you. Fat-ass pigeons mm-hmm. that don't care. Are the geese that come mm-hmm. up. They, yeah. They're used to humans giving them food. It's been normalized for them. Stop feeding the wild right. animals. If Jeff was president or I was president, I would do that. Pre Think. or post poisoning. Oh, Pence is alive. <laughs> Man fires an AR-15 at a census worker. So down in Florida, there is the census worker. He goes up to the house of a Michael Cooper, okay? So he pulls up in his truck, and he's got his wife in the truck with him, and he sees that Mike's up on the porch. So he, he kind of lets himself in uh, through an open gate. And he starts walking up. He's like, hi, I'm with the Census Bureau. Well, Mike didn't really like that too awful much. So he starts yelling, and the neighbors can see and hear everything from across the way. You can clearly see the guy's lanyard that says he's a census worker. It says on his truck, I'm a census worker, okay? So there's plenty of identification to let this guy know, hey, I'm with the Census Bureau. Mike didn't like it. They start yelling at each other back where he starts yelling at the census worker anyway. Then Mike goes inside and grabs his AR, comes back out, chambers around, and points it at him, says, get off my lawn. Well, all right, dude's like, dude, I'm just trying to do my job, okay? So as the guy turns around and walks back to his truck because, erp, he's got a gun pulled on him now, 
that's when Mikey here fired around in his general direction. Well, now the census worker and his wife are in the truck, and they're hauling ass to get out of there. They go and call the cops. The cops come out. They question the man. Mikey says, well, I didn't do anything at first. Totally denies everything. And uh, so they keep going. They get statements from the neighbors. And then Mike's like, yes, I fired the gun after they had left, but just to clear the chamber. That was his excuse. Right, because that's how they teach you to do it. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't want my vote to be counted. Right. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, that's not voting. Well, no, but you, as a census, like they count everybody to give that county money, right? That's what the census I mean, does? It, does, it does a number of things, but for the tinfoil people, tinfoil hat people, it's like the epitome of what they're afraid of, right. and that's the government coming to their house and talking to them, and it's quite ridiculous to that because most of the people that are tin hat foil people are very patriotic in regards to the loyalty to the Constitution, and it's in the Constitution mm -hmm. that they must come and count you. Oh, we didn't read that part. Well, they don't want to <laughs> adhere to that part. That right. one, they're that not going to like, so, uh, nonetheless, I'll, I'll yeah. just shoot you with my gun. Yeah. That's also protecting that constitution right. I'm so mad about. They, they ended up taking his rifle, obviously. Sure. Took him in for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. I thought that was interesting. Right. Hmm. I mean, if he did it after he was gone... Right, and that would be without the intent to kill. Right, well, here's the thing, though. The wife was sitting in the truck, right? And she looks over, and she sees Mikey raise up that rifle. So she starts laying on the horn, trying to get her husband's attention, and she's seen him clearly shoot at the man, not like after they were gone or whatever. Mm. So that was just Mike's excuse saying that. Oh, I did it after they left, blah, blah, blah. Liar. When people do stuff like that, should they lose? I guess he would lose his right to own a weapon anyway because of the felony charge, right? Yeah, if he's if 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 he's convicted, yeah, he gets right, that right. felony or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he would lose it. But the thing is, is felons don't give a damn, right? They're kind of not, it, as demonstrated in this story, they're not good rule followers. No. Halloween deck. I should say this, just like when it's super hot and people, the reporters want to cook an egg on the sidewalk or whatever. Mm -hmm. To you know, tis the season. Halloween decoration in Maryland turns out to be dead body. Oh, jeez. We've read stories like this before. Of like where it's accidentally, like people just keep calling it in as a dead body because the decorations right, are so versa, good. Yeah, yeah the no, other this, way. This is the actual, this person thought it was a dead body. So they went by this uh, abandoned hotel and somebody saw, they were like, they have Halloween decorations up. No one's been there. Why is there dead body, uh, fake dead body? Police show up and it's not a dead body nor Halloween decoration or it's not Halloween decorations. It's an actual dead body. Uh, they responded. Officers determined it was a human body that suffered some sort of trauma. The identity of the victim has not been released, and the trauma has not been released. So they're unclear who put it there, how it got there, what caused the death, and everything else. But it definitely wasn't a decoration. They thought it was somebody just, you know, they were dressing up things to make it look like uh, scary at this old abandoned hotel. Wow. God. Meanwhile, now they're, they're hurrying to try and make it a haunted house. No. And it is a murder, mm -hmm. though. They well, think they, there's no murdered? way to know. They, yeah, can't, they don't know that They yet. can't say okay. that yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. They, they can't found the body. Yeah. And they're going gotcha. to do their testing. It probably them. is. If they're going trauma, isn't usually an accident. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it is an accident. but So manslaughter, maybe. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. 
can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Hey, Gimpy, we're going to go ahead and do Balls to the Wall Sports with Sam. I like that, Corbin. Thank you. Titans players have reportedly tested positive for COVID-19. Starting wide receiver Corey Davis was put on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. That brings the Tennessee total to 22 cases since September 29th. The Titans cannot return to their facility before Saturday at the earliest, putting their Sunday game with the Bills in jeopardy. The NFL must decide if the game is played Sunday at Nissan Stadium, postponed or rescheduled, or the Titans forfeit, moving the game to Monday or Tuesday is not an option as the Bills are scheduled to host the Chiefs next Thursday. Yeah, and they're already set up for a bye week game for the one they already missed. They can't they can't put those on like the back end. No. Nope. Right? I didn't nope. think so. I didn't, once no. it's done, it's done or you right. just don't do it. Right. Okay. So how long like they have a week to get it done? Or is there like a precedent of like how you have this many days no, to make no. up your game? No, like the the game with the Steelers, they moved to, excuse me, to a bye week, which is further away. Mm-hmm. So, but that now they've used up that free week. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. So, so there's no more free weeks, no more open dates, if you will, and they can't move it to the end, like Gimpy suggested, because they'll be into playoffs. Right. Well, can't they just play like on a, I don't know, random day, like a, a Friday or so, whatever? So, like as an example, the Bills, they. They can't move it up, obviously, because people are already sick. So if they move it forward, they can't do that because the Bills turn around and play again on Monday, on Thursday night. Mm. So when do they squeeze it in? Too many moving parts. That Not sucks. room for a lot of hiccups. Damn. Well, ESPN has confirmed Titans players held a workout last Wednesday, one day after the team had closed its facility due to the coronavirus outbreak. Several players <laughs> worked out at Montgomery Bell Academy in violation of NFL guidelines. The NFL and the Players Association sent over officials last Friday to Nashville to investigate possible protocol violations. And the team could face penalties, including loss of draft picks or forfeiting of a game. So, like, here is something that's happening not just with the Tennessee Titans, and it's that COVID exhaustion, Mm. right? Like, it's a psychological thing where people are getting tired of dealing with it. So they stop adhering to the rules Mm -hmm. because they think it's a waste of time or it's not – it's like when your nose gets um, numb. Nose nose blind. Nose blind. blind. Damn it. Um, Where you get nose blind. Like you just start getting blind to all that and you're like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's in place for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's it's kind of this thing that appears, gives the optics that the Titans specifically, you could argue the NFL, are not taking this seriously based off them just ignoring not going to the facility like they're supposed to do to stay not getting sick. Furthermore, Susan, you got coaches not wearing their masks the correct way and having to get fined hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the optics are not good for the NFL on this. Yeah. I mean, 22 cases, like, that's pretty crazy for a football team to have Yeah, but I think they're all asymptomatic, which that doesn't make it better because it's about spreading it. It's not about getting it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's spreading it to find the person that isn't um, asymptomatic or it would be quite detrimental to them. That's what it's about. That's not vulnerable. Right. Yeah. And you got guys that are just not taking it seriously, or furthermore, people not going, hey, man, you got to take Stop. this seriously. Yeah. You're going to get us in trouble. Because yes. I feel like losing a draft pick is a huge punishment. Yeah, a loss or a tie could be more. 
Really? Yeah, it could mean a season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not going to the playoffs. It could mean not getting a chance to go make a run at the Super Bowl. Just do the but Zoom the workouts. Thing. You gotta play games <laughs> to be eligible for those for that after you know the postseason. Yeah, and they're not, so you need to not test you're positive. Jeopardizing that opportunity. Totally. That's balls to wall sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45-F2020. And Dusty Hellard of Owasso heard the cue and is now potentially going to win that trip to get out of here. Not just $1,000 cash, but hotel and airfare as well. It's all from Lady Godiva's. Every hour on Thursdays, you can get qualified so make sure you're listening because I want you to get a chance to win this and get a break from all of this. So make sure you're listening every hour today. Let's see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Around the world, take my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train, on the Gimp train. Around the world, take my, my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train, Gimp train. I'm just looking forward to getting this rammed down my throat. I had a listener send me an email. Uh, earlier this week, and I found it kind of interesting, and I wanted to go over it with you guys. Oh, okay. I it's, thought you were just telling us that part. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So he sent me this email, and the subject line is Samisms, okay? And then he goes in to say, taken from podcasts dating back to early 2017. So this listener had gone through, listened to podcasts, found a bunch of Samisms, and put a little bit of a description, but not much. So I'm hoping that Sam can give us some context on these as I go down. Okay. Oh, God. Go down the list here, okay? So we're going to just take it from the top, and we'll roll right on through, okay? First one here. You need Kool-Aid. Sam? I have no idea. You need Kool-Aid? Maybe, like, drinking the Kool-Aid? Okay, like a corporate sort of thing, you know, drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid. I feel like that's overthought. I feel like it's like, no, I just need my grape Kool-Aid. Okay. That could be true, too. It has here in parenthesis, whole lot of love. Is that ringing a bell? Oh, you need Kool-Aid, because I got the... Song lyric wrong. Yeah, I got the song yeah. lyric wrong. Okay, All right. yeah. All right. about that. Uh, Is that a Samism or a misrepresenting, like, mishearing the lyric? Probably both. Huh. Probably both. This one, the next one is logical and sensical. Logical and sensical. What is logical and sensical, Sam? What's the difference here? One, you use logic to figure thing out, figure things out, and then one, you use senses to figure things out. Like sight, smell? Yeah. Okay. It has here in parenthesis, sensible, sensible, logical, and I think she meant is to sensical say sensible. Is sensical a word? I don't think so. Is it not? I could Google it real quick. No, I mean, you I don't think I Google have to. Before, but I, <laughs> I don't think I have to. Uh, coochie cream. He says no clue <laughs> what you're talking about when you say coochie cream. Yes, you do. Mm, yes, it is this awesome stuff you can shave with, and you can shave your legs. It's like the a, product. It's yeah, it's a product. You can get it at Patricia's. It's my favorite because it makes your your skin super soft, and it's like better than using shaving cream. It's like a lotion in the shower. It's so okay. awesome. Okay, so sores like you know faces and legs and stuff. It's not a Samism. It's okay. a product. It's, it's a product, product. Okay. that I love. Mac and cheese is scoopy food. Probably because you can eat it with a spork. <laughs> it says, eat with a spoon, not a fork. No, th- I remember you were shocked that people didn't eat it with a spoon. Yeah, You thought it was well, only eaten with a spoon. Uh, yeah, my boyfriend also eats a lot of things with a fork that I eat with a spoon. And so, like, even 
I don't know, because we've been together for so long now, he knows, like, which ones to give me a spoon to, which ones right. to give me a fork, and I've learned. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's like, fun. just if he eats differently and just, like, stab stuff and then eat it, Yeah, and I just like to Or you're it. not considered to be safe with a fork. No, I get forks for, like, you know, like, meat. I'm just saying, I don't give my children forks at certain times, so. You poke an eye out with that kid. I guess, maybe. Uh, or they scrape it on the table. No, I don't like that noise. That would drive me nuts. This next Her. one says more purpley. Do you remember what you were talking about was more purpley? Probably just like the color that was super purple. Okay. That's what it says. As in purple? Like the guy's question. He was like, what do you mean as in purple? Okay. Uh, ticks have little sucky mouth things. Yeah, that's what they bite you with because they bite and they suck. Like they'll <laughs> they'll bite you once and then keep sucking. So like they just like lock their jaw and then that's all they do. Okay. Like that's their life as a, as a tick is just to like find blood and then like, oh, awesome, I found it. I don't want to let go. Okay, until they get all big and fat and gray and fall off. Uh, Corbin sounded all drill sergeanty. You know what he's talking about here, Sam? He's probably yelling at us for something. <laughs> all right. Here's one of my faves. Is a goose the same as geese? Is the is the goose the same thing as geese? Is a goose the same thing as geese? Yeah. I mean, that's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. I was just panicking during the wheel and, like, thinking out my problem, I think, is what happened. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> Night Court is the show about the talking car with David Hasselhoff. As soon as you said Night Court, I literally in my head had the talking car with David Hasselhoff. So if that's not right, I don't know because it's still right. right in my head. Yeah, Night Rider would be the show with yes. the talking car. Yes. Oh, what's Night Court then? It's a show about court that happens at night in New York City for crimes that happen while the regular court isn't in session. Okay. Uh, when Sam moved to Oklahoma, she expected everyone to be like cowboys and shiverless. <laughs> I think I said chivalrous. Oh nope, chivalrous. Wrong. That's what I said. Wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, by definition, cowboys—not modern cowboys, but by the term cowboys—they were not good people. Mm, yeah, not very I know. Chivalrous. I just no, thought they, no, they would like kill people. They didn't care. They raped right. and pillaged. Right. Those they were are- criminals almost. Modern day co- cowboys have the cliche of being gentlemen. I think that was two separate things. I thought that, like, everyone here would be dressed like a cowboy and that they would be chivalrous because, like, you know, it's the Midwest and everybody's super nice and your mom raises you right. Like, that's just what I assumed. And okay. I was like, oh, this is just a city in Unlike a different the part of the country. The okay. Yes, right. that's all okay. it is. Uh, Sam on going to the gynecologist. It's scrapey and pinchy or pokey. Yeah, because they scrape... Um, you have to scrape part of it to make sure that it's fine and that I, I was just describing what it's like to go to the gynecologist because I think you guys didn't know what it was. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that experience. On the same lines here, it says Sam is, is a hypocrite. She would go to a male gynecologist but not a male esthetician. Yeah. Why is that? I don't. Why does that make me a hypocrite? I don't know. That's just Well, because they're both down in your, in your regime, uh, but yeah. one's a male and one's not. Okay. You think it's mm. not right for a man to be down there, yet you go to a male No, it's not that OBGYN. I don't think it's... Uh, I trust women with beauty stuff more than I do men. And... Why? Yeah. But, okay, why? Well, because, like, girls are around that their whole life. They but learn you how trust to a man with your vagina? Yes, and this is why. Because <laughs> I feel like since they don't have one, that they are nicer. Because they don't, like, it's so much harder to, like... 
I guess, since you couldn't tell me what it would be like to have a, a, like anything wrong with a penis. Right. You feel like you could tell them how it should be rather than a female one would like, it's fine. Yeah. They're like less. You're, um, or you're not supposed to have that smell. They, they, <laughs> I've never heard that. I'm not, not you, of course. I'm saying that like. No, I think guys know that. I mean, I think men. Gynecologists would know that too. I because think any gynecologist would know. That's yeah. what they go to school for. No, right? I said too. I said also, like they both would. But I, I feel like, like the female ones I've had are meaner. They're like just, you know, grumpier about it. Okay. And guys are like more compassionate because they don't have one. Guess that would make some sense. Are sausages hot dogs? Any idea what you're talking about there? Are sausages hot dogs? is also a good question because i think they're just sausage. it's tubular meat yes they're both tubular meats is a hot dog a sausage i don't or think is so. a sausage a hot dog i, I, I it's a two-way street right i think yeah. the sausage it's cased it, meat it, it defines well, the thing is the, the defines the sausage between the hot dog is the sausage has seasoning in it like spices and stuff and the so hot does, dog is just plain no it's got seasoning i don't, I don't think it does it does. It's not just regular meat. It's not meat with no seasoning. Well, maybe that would be gross. in there or something like that, but I'm talking like, There's spices you know, and hot dogs. and whatnots like that. There's spices okay. and hot dogs. Okay. Uh, one's so- pork, one's beef. Oh, I don't, I don't get the beef sausage or the beef hot dogs. I don't, I don't like all beef franks. I got to have the chicken lips and turkeys and hogs and all the ground up pieces. Um, all right. So it says, Sam says bison are too muscly. The hell are you talking about, Sam? I honestly don't remember. They are bison are muscly. I think we were talking about bison meat. Oh, okay. How we would be willing okay. to like you bison burgers and stuff like that. And you were disagreeing like, oh, it's too muscly. It'd be disgusting. Yeah. It's just meat. I don't want to eat bison meat, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sam Sam's dad's favorite memory is of her before she started to talk. Sam's yes. dad's favorite memory is before she learned <laughs> to talk. Yes. <laughs> That's what, awesome. What's that about? That because I would ask him like, oh, what what was my favorite age? And he's like, oh, the age right before you could talk and you would, like use your eyes to point everything out because your face is so expressive and you get so excited about things. And like he thought it was cute because the baby couldn't communicate words, so it was yeah. like reading the language of your kids. I think. Yeah, I don't think that's exclusive to Sam. Okay, I think a lot of parents feel that way. Sam unloading a semi-auto pistol. I know the movements ish. You do a slam. You do a flick. And when I asked about pulling the slide back, me personally, Gimpy, it says when Gimpy asked about pulling the slide back to chamber around, Sam says, is that where you slide the thing to put the bullet in the top? Yeah, I think I, I still don't. I don't know what's wrong about that. That seemed what's like the it made slamming sense. part yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Well, you and, put, and like a flick. you put a clip in, you slam the clip in and then you flick the safety off to shoot it. OK, OK, that's fair. That's fair. Um, These aren't Samisms. These are just things Sam have said. Sam right, has said. Right. 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 I, yeah. But but they, they're not Sam. Usually Samisms or isms is a reference to vocabulary that someone uses all the time. All right. So when she goes like buddies, yes, or something that's like a that. Samism. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just how he had he had labeled the subject line here. So uh, mad cow disease. I thought you had to be a cow to get it. I s- I still don't know if I'm wrong on that. Am I wrong? Yes. I- well, a, a cow has to give it to you. You can't just get mad cow disease from a person. You have yeah. to get it by from a cow, right? Like, I don't think people to people can't transmit or whatever. Give somebody else cow disease. So what do people, then why don't we eat mad cow? To avoid getting 
mad cow disease. Oh. Yes, but you can't you can't give it to another human. You have to consume the okay. cow. Okay, so like I, if I had mad cow disease, I couldn't sneeze in your general direction, Corbin, and give you the mad cow disease right. or whatever. You would have okay. to eat right. the same meat. Right. It's not a virus. Right. Yeah, right. you would have to eat the same meat. I think that's okay. what maybe I mean by that. Because I do know again. that. Say the line again. Mad cow disease. I thought you had to be a cow to get it. When we just proved that a human can get it, you get it by eating it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe I said it that way. So if you eat a human with mad cow disease, you could get it then, right? Transfer it from human to human. Uh, If you ate a human who had it, you probably would get it. Okay. Uh, Sam says there's no way she could fly a plane. There's too many buttons, and I don't know how to fly with my feet. Yeah. I think we're talking about helicopters specifically (laughs) because you have 15 things to do, and I'm not interested in that. All right. Uh, Sam's not a good shot taker. Alcohol is so burny. Yeah, that's true. That's still true. Stressed about flying, Sam, when the plane goes up and goes down and the feet go... That's exactly how I spelt it out. M-R-R-P. Because when I fly, I hate the sound of the wings and all all of that. When they do all the mechanical stuff, it just sounds like it's going to break. That's how I feel. This one's a little, I'm, I'm, I'm curious on this one. Sam says TikTok video, videos, videos will be like that stupid duck show t-shirt. What are you talking about? Um, that duck dynasty show. I was saying it was going to be a fad, like the duck dynasty okay. show. Okay. So we'll get like, because Walmart like the skateboard bought it. guy that, uh, drinking the cranberry juice, you see him on a t-shirt or something like that. It Is was it? because, yes, because Walmart bought it. I was like, oh, so they can oh. put like TikTok stars on t-shirts like Duck Dynasty people. Oh, Even that's no, what I meant. Right. But Duck Dynasty wasn't a TikTok thing no, or a social media thing. No, but, um, I, th- I felt. It was literally I, a very popular show. I know, but I thought Walmart owned that show. No. no, Walmart didn't own the show. No, no. they just the, the I love show the correlation though. Sold their stuff to, to allow them to, you know, they sold a sold licensing deal to yeah. Walmart. Yeah, I feel like for 15 years there was always a Duck Dynasty shirt. It wasn't at Walmart. on for 15. Years. I'm just saying it, it just, just felt, felt like that way. Yeah, that'd be half your life. <laughs> yeah, about that. Sam does not like 3D ultrasounds. It's not done cooking. The baby's not done cooking, like in your belly. You get a bun in the oven, it's not done cooking yet. Your baby looks creepy. It's and raw, you donkey. It's a common phrase people say about babies. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not done cooking. Not done cooking yet. Okay. Uh, let's see here. If I have an ugly baby, it's staying at home with me until it cutens up. Yep, still true. I was a hideous baby, and all the pictures of me being a hideous baby, I'm like, did you put these up? Like, Because that's embarrassing. It took me like at least, I don't know, a good month or two to get cute. Problem with that is you don't know it's hideous. Right. Because it's your baby. You think you it's think awesome. It's beautiful, but everybody else is like, oh, God. I know my mom still says that, and I'm like, you're being nice. No, I'm telling we you the ob- way it goes. We objectively, like, if I were to put four baby photos in front of you, you could be like, that's a hideous baby, that's a hideous baby. Those two can go on a magazine. Right. Of yeah. course. But when it's your baby, you don't know it's hideous. That's what we're saying. But yeah. I'm saying, like, even I can understand that at the time to be like, uh, th- that not understanding that your baby's ugly, but 30 years later, I feel like you should look back and be like, yeah, you were ugly. Um, I don't know. Parents love for their kids, man. It's pretty blind. This next one here says, your boobs don't have ears. Your nipples can't hear you. No, your boobs don't have ears. Your nipples can hear you. What's going on there? I have, I literally have no idea. All right. What's blister water then? There's another one that pop up. Blister water. I don't know. 
These are all things that Sam has said since twenty seventeen. She's referring in that she's referring to the water that builds up inside a blister when you pop in the water comes out. Uh, okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Your bodily fluids. Okay. Uh, Sam doesn't like tongue tacos. <laughs> Cow tongue or goat tongue or whatever some kind of tongue tacos that you guys were eating. Okay. Tongue meat and tacos is awesome. Mm, I'm more of a barbacoa kind of guy myself, but uh, okay. that's just me. Uh, when Sam goes fishing with Jeff, she holds the pole and plays with it and jerks the pole? Yes. <laughs> that you don't was... do any reeling? <laughs> mm, I, don't, I don't remember if we caught a fish. Jeff and I have been fishing <laughs> like three times, I think. Maybe even that's a lot. Noodling doesn't even count as fishing because you're using your hand on a pole. Right, it's a different type of fishing. So, yeah, yeah. probably we've, we've been fishing like twice, and I don't remember if I caught a fish or not. I'm not okay. a very good fisherman because I'm not very patient. Or you probably keep talking. That too. Like the kids, when you take them out to catch them, their first fish is like, shh, you're scaring the fish. Uh, when Sam, let's see. Here. By the way, like, we don't know that. We don't know if it bothers the fish. True statement. That's just all I've <laughs> the ever. Fish been aren't told. going. Hey, you almost had me, but man, <laughs> I heard a little uh, booger picker <laughs> talking about what's going on on you know LOL dolls, and I ran made a run for the hills. I'm out of here. Uh, engagement rings have been around since the caveman days. Sam, I'm probably just trying to sell this to Jeff to be like <laughs> everyone does it. What's a nose looker upper? What's a nose looker oh, upper, Sam? Um, an ENT e doctor. ENT doctor? Yeah. What's that stand for? Your nose and throat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Sam claims to be the mouth expert in the room. Okay. Uh, is there a whistle machine? It doesn't sound too spitty. Is there a whistle machine? It doesn't oh, sound too spitty. Because of some, like... Probably a sound where I heard someone making like a perfect whistle that doesn't sound like it was coming from their mouth. Okay. And then the last one here says, Sam likes... You mean like a whistle <laughs> that you put in your mouth that referees use? Or a no, rape whistle? No, those can sound blowy because you're still using your mouth. What do you mean by blowy? How is a whistle sound made? I can't whistle, so I don't know how How is to. a whistle sound... You know how it's... How is a whistle sound made? You water pa uh, air passes through a space. Yeah, your mouth. Space. So either way, blowing it or using a machine, air has to pass through. Yeah, makes sense. Unless it's electronically created. Yeah, that's probably what I meant. And the last one here, Sam likes girthy grilled corn. What the hell? Probably like um, cooked corn or Mexican corn. Probably I like oh, girthy. Yeah, like fat corn. Fat kernels. You, you don't like the, the skinny? Is there skinny kernels? Yeah, for sure. Like you Not never for had sure. Yeah. I've never, hold on, I've never heard anybody be like, ah, the corn there was good, but man, it was just very skinny corn. Yeah, because if, if you like pick it too soon or whatever, then you get like little kernels that haven't fattened up with all the stuff inside. Okay, huh. so you're thinking of the cob itself. The kernels are what's, you know, what you actually eat. No, I'm thinking of kernels. Okay. Like unripe corn, is that what you're referencing? Um, yeah, that just hasn't gotten a chance to get all the water from the stem or whatever yet, and it's, like, skinny, and then the kernels, the kernels are skinny. Um, I mean, unless, yeah, prematurely picked, maybe, but mm. typically I try not to eat 
not ripe vegetables. Yeah, out of all of us in the room, Corbin, you are the corn expert. Based off, yeah, time, yes. sure. All my time in Idaho, so. Right, right, and detasseling the corn. Anyhow, that's a bunch of things that Sam had said. Thanks, Tom, for sending that in. Okay, all right. Around the world, take my strong hand. Get on the give train, on the give train. Around the world, take my, my strong hand. Get on the give train. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's play a game. You look like you need a date night with your lady. So, this week, we're qualifying people all week that win during 7.30 to do your wife a solid. Winner's going to get $50 gift card to Big Whiskey. If you haven't been there, it's delicious. And a workshop for two at Board and Brush. We'll pick the winner tomorrow after Sam tries to block people. And we're going to play uh, Schnip Schnop Schnur. Current record is... Looking like you are in the lead with 13. I have 11. Sammy has 9. Last week's winner? Uh, that would be me. So Corbin and Sam at 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to the phones and get our contestant here. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Yeah. I'm sorry? Anthony. Anthony, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Anthony, who do you want to recluse, Sam or Corbin? Uh, Corbin. Anthony, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. These illuminating devices are uh, structures are usually on the coast so ships don't wreck into the shore. Correct. Uh, This is a piece of paper with terms and conditions that you must adhere to. Contract. Correct. Uh, This is you pull up through the drive-through speaker so you can give them your... Order. Correct. Um, Once a blank, always a blank... Once a... Someone who has sex with someone not their partner, the phrase usually is, once a blank. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah, just the word. Oh, once a cheat, always a... Oh, cheater? Yes, there we go. Yeah. Uh, France, Eiffel Tower. Oh. Paris. Correct. Uh, This is a squash water. uh, uh, Usually they're green. Pumpkins use it, use it as a reference to women and their breasts. She has nice gourd. A gourd. What? what? Nope. <laughs> never used gourd as a reference to a woman's breast. Oh, okay. okay, so sometimes uh, cantaloupe. Jug. jug. It's, a, it's a squash. Okay. A uh, squash. I got five. Time is up. Uh, hang on the line, okay? All right, thank you, Anthony. Hey, baby, you got some nice Man. gourds. Because ironically, gourds usually look like. Yeah. Male genitalia. That's what you call, mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know he's hooking up with, but. All right. <laughs> good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Steve. Steve, how are you, sir? All right. How are you? Good, man. You and Sam, 60 seconds, and you need to beat five. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Like, um, think of a bug zapper and you turn it on to what flies to the light? Attract. Yes. Whoa. Um, this is, if you are cooking something, you have to go buy all of the ingredients. Yes. Um, this is not sweet and low, but the yellow packet is Splenda. 
Yes. Huh. Uh, this is the uh, utensil you eat something with, and it has uh, it's rounded and pointed. You get them in fast food restaurants. Uh, your favorite thing, sporks. Yes. Um, this is something that people eat when they're um, not eating ice cream. They go to a two words, a blank, blank place. <laughs> I- if you make something super cold and you put it in your freezer. Yes. And then this is like, you'll play, you'll play light. It's. Oh, frozen yogurt. There you go. Um, this is like, oh, you put Rain-X on your windshield to make it. Repel? Time. Oh, no. Oh. Time, time, time. We have a tie. Mm. So what that means is that, Steve, you're going to have 15 seconds to get as many right as you can. And okay. well, then I'll go with my partner, who's Anthony. And we'll see who gets the most. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Timer. Okay, this is um, it's something that's a put you put on top of your head, and it has points. Nope. Um, it has the pointy thing, and um, it tells you who is like um, in uh, rain. You have a king and king, king and king. Crown. Yes. Crown. Okay, this is what you get on your um, your tootsie. Time. God damn it. <laughs> One. God damn it. One is what you got. Now, that might be good enough, Steve. Don't go anywhere, okay? Okay. All right. Anthony, I need you in the zone, man. 15 seconds. We got to get as many right as we can. Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Uh, A guy who is in prison uh, and comes out, you say that he is some, he's a pet. Yeah, but what's the word that that stands for? Convict. Correct. Uh, when there's no more electricity, it's known as a what in the city? Power outage. Blackout. Uh, the, yes. Uh, this is uh, Jif, uh, Peter Pan. Time two. Uh, we win. Congratulations, man. You yeah. did it. That was awesome. Awesome. You uh, are going to get the chance to get that uh, gift card and do a little date with your lady, all right? So hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info. Awesome. Thank you. All right, buddy. Awesome. I'm driving around in my mom's ride. Steve, I'm sorry, man. It wasn't enough this time, but I appreciate you playing. Hey, no problem. Man. All, right. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, right, so broccoli? How about broccoli crowns? Like, I've never once in my life called broccoli a broccoli crown. It's literally what it's called in the grocery store. Broccoli crowns. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. You go to a nail salon to get this done. The feet is known as a mani. The feet is known as a pedicure. Uh, this is the one you ended on that you couldn't get. Um, this is um, when you want to put something, you spray it on your shoes so it can't be impeded by H2O or Scotch Guard or something like that. You make it waterproof. waterproof. One more. Hold on. I don't know why you didn't say the healthy version of ice cream. Ah, yeah, right. I, oh, I said, well, when you're trying not to eat ice cream, you go to this place. I, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, I said. You, you said to the blank blank. Like, yeah. I feel like I nailed that clue, but maybe that's why I lost. Um, this, I would say that um, this is a 
you eat this like in the summertime, it's got a green outside with a red inside and just the second half of the word. Yeah. Cantaloupe is also one. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? You haven't seen the card, so you don't know. Melons. Yes. Melons. And then you just lost on Earth life, lost time on this one. This is like there's crunchy and creamy. Yeah. Peanut butter. Mm. All right, the record now is. Well, that moves you up to 14, keeps me at 11, keeps Sammy at 9. We'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Conspiracy Thursday. Top lists coming up this week. Top list people you should follow online. Uh, but right now, let's see what Gimpy has for his 4x4. Well, Corbin, internal FEMA memo shows 34 White House staffers and other contacts COVID-19 positive. Memo says that a senior advisor to President Trump is among those infected. Of course, Trump Got infected last week, spent a weekend in the hospital. He came back to the Oval Office. He's cured. That's what he says. He says he's declared himself cured as a result of the experimental antibody drug cocktail that he'd been administered. If, if the we, idea that we're doing experimental drugs on a president is so mind-boggling so to weird, me. weird, man. And so... Uh, he grows like an arm out of his chest. Is there anybody right. else that needs to say that he's cured? Like, can he say that as not a doctor? I'm just curious. Like, genuinely. Well, I mean, isn't he the only one that can really speak to details of his medical situation? I don't Unless think gives... so. Not if you're the president. No, HIPAA laws apply to the president. Absolutely. Mm. You don't You don't abstain from a law because you're the president. I am the law. That works both ways. Yeah, but I So you think the president doesn't get to have his privacy protected? Mm-mm. Not when it comes, when it comes to, his, to his health cuz it cuz it uh, affects so many economies and does. so many things the it way does. that my health doesn't or your health doesn't. I agree it does. That, like, but it changes he, things. It doesn't negate his So then he loses what rights? Which rights are we going to cherry pick that the president of the United States, this one or any other, mm-hmm. don't get? He yeah, should I be entitled, assumed. whoever the president is should be entitled to privacy. I agree. They should be forthcoming with their medical information since it plays such a crucial role. There's a reason the president went into the hospital Friday after the stock market closed and came back Monday before it closed. There's a reason. Because it plays a part on how the stock market functions. Yeah, like worldwide. Y- globally, it has yeah. an economic impact. So, I, But I believe the president, any president, has the right to HIPAA law to protect their privacy. Yeah. Because these people just like the He's rest a person, of us. too. White House advisor says more troops are coming home early next year. The National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien explained that the number will drop. Uh, excuse me, balls. That the number will drop to roughly 2,500. He said that there's more than 10,000 troops were in the country when Trump took office, and now there's under 5,000. Trump treated the remaining number of service members should be home by Christmas. They should. There are people that served in Afghanistan that now their children are serving in Afghanistan. That's. Crazy. insane that, that shouldn't yeah. be happening uh-uh uh-uh 
Canada is banning single-use plastics, if you care about this. Canada's pledging to eliminate plastic straws, six-pack rings, checkout bags, and foodware by the end of next year. Their environmental minister, Jonathan Wilkinson, says that plastic and its pollution threatens the environment and that Canadians see the impact it has from coast to coast. Canada is aiming to have zero plastic waste by 2030. Wow. God, I love straws. I don't I want just them to leave. That. I love straws. I was just thinking that. Like, if you've had a paper straw, oh, they, they suck. They suck, They yes. taste like crap and they fall apart on so, you. And if you've ever had, like, an aluminum straw or whatever those mm-hmm. are, those aren't awesome either. No. Because they get cold and they, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's yeah. just weird. So, and I don't know if I'm ready to give away, like, I'm all for, like, hey, we should reduce that. I want to save turtles. But... Can we figure out the straw thing before we make that a thing? Because <laughs> the straws Agreed. get rid of Dude, everything stra- else. I, there's nothing. I don't know if I have, okay, but like plastic bags that you get in a grocery store. That's fine. Get those rid of are, them. Yeah, because the whatever the ones that you keep using, yeah. you keep in your car. Those are easy. Yeah. That's an easy thing. And you can hold more groceries. Yes. So I mean that I'm fine with, but straws like that really is a big commitment. I'll commit to all the other stuff maybe if you know. They make me, but straws I might hoard until I can't get them anymore. One thing they didn't list here, which I find, trash bags, plastic trash bags, like garbage can liners, right? What are they going to do then? Make them out of paper? No, they have pretty no no. So they have pretty much figured those out okay. to break down over time. Okay, make them. But the ones you get your groceries in, they have uh, they can't figure those. They have some they've found that have been buried for like twenty years and they're perfect. <laughs> yeah. You could still put something in it and carry it with it. <laughs> and lastly, here Oklahoma could be the first in the U.S. to move forward with a vaccine plan. So says the health commissioners. Now, the state commissioner, Dr. Lance Fry, says that the CDC told state health officials during a recent visit that they may be the first to go green on the vaccine plan that's expected to finalize this week. The state's expected to start seeing vaccines somewhere after November 1st. What? But but state health officials haven't determined an official date for vaccinations. Now, it says state health officials say that there will be a phased or tiered approach to how the vaccine is distributed to them and later distributed to the public. So the story I read yesterday was that they're getting close to be concluding these studies. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing has been the data has not been submitted by the FDA because they have to validate everything. Right. So they How long do you think that takes? I'd like it's to see. It's the government. Yeah. So the uh, we're getting past the point of no return in regards to getting it November 1st, let's say. Mm-hmm. So I, they're not even pro- making it yet. Right, right. From what I've read. It's like a cart horse, horse cart sort of thing. No, I think it's good to have a plan. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to do this. This is what we're going to try and do. Mm-hmm. But uh, November 1st, yeah. That's just a couple weeks away, like 21 days, 22 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're talking weekends. Have, yeah. They've already practiced on monkeys and then, like, all that stuff? They're on human trials. They're in yeah. the third phase of a human trial. There's one that said they, that... Somebody was scrutinizing and going through the data, which you should do on those things, and that they didn't have enough minorities in the study to know how it affects minorities. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And there will be no children vaccines. That's not something you're hearing because they're not putting children in the test. Okay. So, like, for the kids, they'd have to be, like, a lighter dose or something, like like a watered-down dose There's or just, something? They're or? just not put. They're trying to That's figure it out. Weird. Right, but they're not talking about these things. So, like, you could be 17 years old and... And you won't get one. You won't get one. Mm. But There's no child doses. Even so if you're at could, risk? Wow. Even if you're at risk. Now, there's th- times when they go, you're at risk, like high risk, and they figure something out. Mm-hmm. But there's no 
No, no. They they have to test it on children. Mm. And they're not doing that. Well, yeah, I'm not giving my kid to you. Test him on. <laughs> Probably. So, I don't way, have one, but what, if I did. By the way, there's a show on Amazon Prime that I'm infatuated with. What is it? Utopia. Is it good? Oh, my goodness. Here's the basis of this is that the government is in a race of biomedicine, bio biochemical war okay. with other countries, and they're trying to create these type of things. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that this came out while this was happening. Yeah, same thing for the pandemic thing on Netflix. That well, came I think out, that was planned. Uh, I, well, how is this? How, how could you say one show's planned and the other one's well, not? Well, one's a documentary. It's easy to put together. A show that is 10 episodes takes time for script writing and everything else. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So the... Uh, idea is that there's this race and they're trying to come up with who can have the most viruses should they need them in a bio war. Oh my God, that's scary. And the government is doing it and testing it on civilians, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. Mm. This isn't Conspiracy Thursday. I'm just talking about this show. That has happened. We've we've mentioned those things before. And that there is a group of people that are involved that are onto it. Hmm. One of the this is a crazy scene where one of the characters that's on the inside fighting with these kids who are in a consp- these people who are a part of the conspiracy hunters who figure it out. She's now helping protect them because the group is trying to kill them, and they kill somebody that is also on the inside because they knew she was about to flip, and she starts peeling her fingernails off, ah! and, and, and she peels her fingernails off. Because there's, uh, she was told that if anything ever were happened, underneath my fingernails is a is is a code. Oh wow! And she peels the fingernails off, and all of her fingernails underneath are tattooed. And she, it's a they have to figure out how that works and who, it, who, like what part that plays. And I don't want to give that part away, but it it's it's fantastic. It sounds like it. I couldn't rip my own fingernails off. Oh no, she's dead. She just uses a, a knife and plies pries them off. Mm, got you. Okay, fingernails come off pretty easily. Utopia. Dude, it's a solid, solid watch if you like that type of stuff. And eerie when you get to like episode five or six and they start, they have these camps where they're putting people in for quarantine and they're not telling people what happened. They just go around and round up people that are sick and put them in this place and don't let their parents see them. Mm. Dwight's in it. Dwight Schrute. Oh, okay. I'm sold. And he's, but he's not Dwight. He, He does a good job of not being Dwight. Oh, that's good. Oh, because he's Dwight and everything else he plays. Yeah, he he's is just a, a different this. version of Dwight. No, this he's a scientist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Utopia on Amazon Prime. It's it's awesome. If you haven't started watching it, did you get your last story? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kansas City Royals will play an exhibition game against their AA Northwest Arkansas affiliate on March 29th. The game will be at Arvest Ballpark in Springdale, Arkansas. This will be Kansas City's first game at Arvest. The Naturals have been a Royals fan farm club. Is it farm club? Yeah. Yeah, far- that sounds weird. Has has have, have been a Royals farm club um, since their inception in 2008. Do you know why they're called farm club? No. Because they the young players, new players go there to grow. Ooh. Grow? What do you mm. do on a farm? Grow things? Yeah. It seems weird to be to reference that a farm club. Pretty pretty common term. Mm. 
And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said that he would not prevent the Dolphins or any Florida team to play before packed stadiums. Sports franchises can do as they please. They don't need clearance from the state. Press Secretary Cody McLeod for the governor's office said, so far the Dolphins have no plans to have Hard Rock Stadium at full 65,000 capacity. They are permitting 13,000 fans for their next home game in, on October 25th against the Chargers. The, the, uh, the, the Dolphins were like, I'm, that's great. We have no desire to be a part of a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> that's <it>. smart. <laughs> that's also all sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for a chance to get out of town. And Jenny Jenkins of Bixby. Cheer the queue and is now qualified. Every hour you have a chance to get qualified for hotel cash. It's all from Lady Godiva's KMOD. Another chance coming up very soon. Make sure you're listening. Sam, I have Conspiracy Thursday. I'm so excited, Corby. Gimpy, wait till you hear this. Man, I can't wait. Could invisible aliens really be amongst us? An astrobiologist shares. So they're saying that in biology, researchers use the acronym Ms. Green to describe um, life as it grows and moves. It stands for movement, respiration, sensitivity, growth, reproduction, excretion, and nutrition. Because anything that's living has to excrete. Right. Or else you would explode. Right. Fluids, body waste. All of it. Whatever. Mm. So this researcher, the first astronaut and chemist, by the way, said that alien life forms that are impossible to spot may be living amongst us. And I like the idea of this mm-hmm. because how don't think of like in, don't think of like uh, men in black. Okay, like those kind of aliens. Yeah, don't think that. Okay, that's that's too silly. It's like. You can't see it because it's so either microscopic or that's where my head goes. Oh, okay. What I thought was like amoebas, microorganisms. Okay. No, I thought of like tiny aliens that were like moving my car keys. <laughs> right. 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 Gimpy. Or I don't know what you're talking about, Sam. You losing them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, it's been really hard for them to d- define all this. And forever. And, for example, like a 3D printer can reproduce itself, but we couldn't call it alive. Because it doesn't... It doesn't fall into all those things, right? So nobody can agree that there are more than 100 definitions of what life is on our planet. So an imperfect approach is describing life as a self-sustaining chemical system capable of Darwin evolution. Okay. Be able to grow, evolve, do things. Okay. The lack of definition is a problem when it comes to searching for life in space. What is, right? Not philosophically speaking, scientifically speaking, what is life? Right. Does it fall under this Ms. Green category or whatever? Is a plant life? Yes. No, because it doesn't subjective to Darwin. Mm Mm-hmm. You're you're not taking one plant and it's not evolving into something else. It's growing. But it's not evolving and, like, changing. 
Right. It has to be cross. Well, no, I guess it could because you crossbreed seedlings all the time. Yeah. And like the plant life that they had when dinosaurs are around, I'm sure were different plant life than we have now. I'm, I think that probably evolves. Like trees get bigger or smaller or whatever based on the environment. So like I think that it does evolve. Do they excrete? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. The pollen or whatnot. It's okay. Uh, the scientist says she believes aliens exist and there's no two ways about it. She says, furthermore, hmm. will uh, will they be like you and me, made up of carbon and nitrogen? Maybe not. Probably not. It's possible they're here right now, and we just can't see them. Like, there are things your eyes can see, but you have learned to not recognize them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? It happens in little word, optical illusions you might be more familiar with. Mm-hmm. If you know what floaters are in your eye. Oh, yeah, get those all the time. Yeah, but you they're still there, by the way. Mm-hmm. You've just learned to look, your brain has learned to look past them. Yeah, and we don't know what our brains don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't know if I didn't know it. Yeah, I mean, like, brains, not just you, like, as everybody. Popular suggestion for alternative biochemistry is one based on silicon, rather, silicone, rather than carbon. From a geocentric point of view, around 90% of the earth is made of silicone, iron, magnesium, and oxygen which means there's a lot of it around for building potential life. Silicone? Yes. It's similar to carbon. It has four electrons available for creating bonds with other atoms. But silicon, unless I'm saying it wrong, but it looks like it's silicone, uh, is heavier with 14 protons. Nerd, 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 possibly. (laughs) What's more common Silicone compounds, such as silicone dioxide or silica, are generally solid and terrestrial temperatures and insoluble in water. Compare this to highly soluble carbon dioxide, for example, and we see that carbon is more flexible and provides many molecular possibilities. Life on Earth is fundamentally different from the bulk composition of the Earth. Another argument against silicon-based shadow biosphere is that too much silicone is locked up in rocks. In fact, the chemical composition of life on Earth has an approximate correlation with the chemical composition of the sun, which 98% of the atoms in biology consisting of hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. So, if there were viable silicon life forms here, they may have evolved elsewhere. Okay. That makes sense. Like, we think aliens, we've said this before when we talk about conspiracies, aliens aren't green dudes Mm -hmm. who come out of saucers. With their eyes on the top of their head, because yep. they've seen more, so they're like, right. Yeah, but that's what uh, movies and television have led us to believe. They don't have, you know, gender because, you know, they're neutral. Like, <laughs> that's, that's possible, but it's also equally not possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is selling the idea that, yeah, they may be right here right now. I, I believe that. That I can get my head around. Mm-hmm. I like to believe that they are little green dudes or grays. Or reptilians. Mm-hmm. Or shapeshifters. Shapeshifters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's too many people that have had encounters with them. I think we just romanticize it too much. I personally want it to be just a giant dumpster fire. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I want them to be like, yeah, we've really messed ourselves up learning <laughs> oh, all this stuff. And we used all to look, look like gimpy. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I get where you're at. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, with all due respect. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, sure, of course. Just your arm. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. They're like, yeah. they've... Yeah, yeah, we've tried stuff and we messed up a lot of things, but yeah. here we are. That There's makes saucers sense. like. <laughs> 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 no, 
all that radiation from living in space. Yeah, it's the Mandalorian yeah, ship. Yeah, like, yeah, it barely yeah. runs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Mm. That's like, equally there, as impossible. Yeah, there's never been a space um, ship that has come here and accidentally broken down. I mean, I think you can just end with... There's never been a spaceship that's come here. Well, I don't, I'm not going to say that because I don't think that's true. I think spaceships There's have come n- here. There's zero evidence. Uh, uh, mm. There's zero evidence. I mean, I'm not, I can't, listen, you I, can't point to it and be like, that's where the spaceship is. But I feel like because hope. it's flown down and flown back up that there, I do think that alien life form has landed on Earth before. Yeah, but again, th- that is all. You're just guessing. There is no facts to back mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like four seasons of Ancient Aliens of facts. <laughs> True. So educate yourself. <laughs> sure. I'm not saying aliens. I'm just saying <laughs> aliens. They're aliens. Right. But the idea that they could be walking amongst us. Ugh. Well, you would never know. I mean, whether they're invisible or like the shapeshifters, you know, we there was a video. It's been a couple of years, but it's around a presidential thing or whatever and it looked like one of like secret service men or whatever it took like a weird picture and it blurred it out but it looked like he was shifting and like alien like kind of reptilian i don't know if you remember what i'm talking about but it okay i could see that i could see if there were aliens if there was an alien life form that wasn't human or whatever shape shifting would be the best way to blend right in with us here's the thing for me and i don't know if people agree with this but if aliens existed and there's some magical book that has all the secrets, you think our president wouldn't tell us to get the vote? <laughs> He's holding on no to that way. one. If that would he shared, such panic, man. He doesn't care. He I, doesn't care about that. He wants to get reelected. Right, so he'd, he'd, he'd throw that card down to get yes. all the whack jobs out and be like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. I'm going to vote like, for this guy. Or yeah. at least start it, and you're like, mm-hmm. no, no, he would. they would get him. He has proven he doesn't care about being got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. To me, I that actually, is the biggest evidence there is that they don't exist. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That would might change my mind for a vote. <laughs> I probably would change mine. <laughs> if Trump was like, hey, there are aliens, I'll let you know what they look like and where they're at. Not Roswell, idiots. You know, they're in Tucson. They're in random place that no one would expect. I don't know about you, but the past, you know, nine months for me has been like shoving a pin in my eye. Yes. And I don't want to do that anymore. And if that means I got to vote for someone else, I'm doing that. <laughs> but if they can tell me that there's aliens, I might change my mind. I might take the eye poke a little bit longer. Uh, have you ever seen Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders? Those aliens were disguised as a woman and her dog. Stupid. Using Scooby-Doo as a reference for logic in any (laughs) scenario is a horrible mindset. Yes. (laughs) Well, Scooby-Doo did it. (laughs) I don't think that's a good logic for life. And they're never really ghosts or aliens. They pull the mask off, and it's always that guy that runs the inn or whatever. Yeah, amusement park or whatever. I would have caught it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. And by the way, who wants to go to an amusement park that's owned by an old man? That's not exciting. It just means it's been around a long time. (laughs) Right. There's nothing terrorizing on that. No. Gimpy, do you believe that aliens have been here before? Uh, just based on what I've seen on the internet and television and and movies and whatnots, uh, yeah, long time ago, long, long time ago, and we're talking centuries when they're like, all right, 
there's nothing really here worth sticking around for. I'm going to go ahead and bounce out. And I base that on a lot of like the hieroglyphics of ancient times. And, and I know they say it's been dispelled that uh, the carvings on the cave or whatnots with the man in the spacesuit and, you know, technology and this and that. You know, I see those. And yeah, sure, maybe they're photoshopped. I don't know. I'm, I haven't seen them with my own personal eyes face-to-face. And you couldn't read your hieroglyphics even if you did. All right, so it's just like, oh, okay. But hieroglyphics also don't mean, there's a lot of things that went down in hieroglyphics that they kind of wrote down wrong. <laughs> Lost in translation. Well, yeah. You know how long it took yeah. to do those sketches? So they were going off memory <laughs> or a story hard. that was like, I caught a fish this big. Right, right. Yeah. They could have been drunk at the time when they're trying to draw those in the cave. And like all the whatever, like carvings inside of rocks that are like from, you know, old Pueblo or whatever, and what Gimpy's talking about, all those things are just like stories or pretty pictures that you want to put up. So they could have been putting up lies too. That's true. But I also like to think that, you know, the pyra- the aliens helped build the pyramids. They were volunteers. Yeah. You, you like to not think slaves did it? <laughs> no, I think slaves did it, but I think they did it with alien technology. How? What kind of technology? <laughs> Maybe you mean aliens that came across from India. No. Right? The illegal ones. No. That's not what I mean. I mean aliens. The ones that came across on a boat? No, the ones that came on a spaceship down. Oh, yeah. From space. Yeah. yeah I do think they helped build. They helped. What uh, happened then to all those people's stories about the aliens helping them? What do you mean? It's just, they, like, again, they probably wrote it around. They probably wrote it down wrong the same way I can't speak. They didn't do hieroglyphics very well. They had Sam being their recorder or drawing (laughs) pictures or whatever. They're like, you have good handwriting. We're going to tell this story. And I get it wrong. And then some dumb professor from 1920 gets it wrong. And, you know. Just gets passed down. Yeah, the line yeah, and then that's what you think, wrong. and then you're like, oh, well, since this word looks like this, like, it could be one mistranslated hieroglyphic, and the rest of it's effed. It could just yeah. be one, that's it. Yeah. So, so so with that theory, how then does any of that show that there would be aliens? If one part can get misinterpreted. <laughs> what? Like, how heavy the stones were to build the pyramid to build that, mm-hmm. like, and then them having to get the actual rocks from somewhere else and move those heavy ass stones, and how long it would take them to build it. I think they had alien technology. Aliens isn't a good answer That's- when one's lack of ability to come to a reasonable explanation. Because isn't good. What, you can't go with, oh, because mm-hmm. uh, me, humans, whatever, can't figure that out, how it worked, then that must be aliens. That's nope, not because not a good answer. With the technology that they had, that we know of them to have. That we think they had. Yes. We don't know all of like them, all that. Like in ancient Egypt, like we think that they had because they lived this way or whatever. Um, I, I think that they did not have the technology to be able to complete that task in the precise mathematical way they were able to without having yeah. some kind of machines. So aliens are air free. No, I think they mess up, but I don't think they mess up on the pyramids. They got it right there. They, you know, how many times do you think they had to take it down and then put it back up? They screwed it up in the ruins or whatever. And then they're like, all right, this time less steps. I don't know. There is a place in, man, I can't remember, but they carved these churches into mountains. It was on TV a while back, and they're, it's unbelievable. And people go there and worship in these, 
with perfect 90 degree angles, and oh, they've been like, there for a yeah, long time. Okay, yes, I've and, and, seen and that 60 minutes. There's no explanation on how they did that. Mm-hmm. But it is an explanation of man doing something mm-hmm. equal to with precision and stuff like that, and unexplanation of tools to do it, equal to the pyramids. You go. No, they were way too big, and they got their materials from way too far away in the span of time that we know um, ancient people, ancient people from Egypt, ancient Egyptians, to be around. It would have been a task that took too long, and I don't think they have the technology. They didn't. Except there's another example of something happening, man-made. Yeah, but you can chip away at something way easier than lifting 20, I think, each of the... Do you think it's possible it could have been a rock? Let me finish. And they chiseled it away? Let me finish that each of those rocks, those stones that made the pyramids, each of them is like 20,000 tons. Like, it's an insanely heavy amount. So to be able to stack them correctly and get them to the top where they're all like lining up with constellations and all this other BS and setting in the east and the west, all that stuff, like... I, I feel like it's that it would be crazy for them not to have some kind of help from somewhere else. They did. They call them slaves. No. They had manpower. Mm-hmm. They and didn't have the machinery to get you, to them up that high. When you look at any of these things that were made by man, that we mm-hmm. know were made by man, mm-hmm. like the Hoover Dam, and you read like how they did it, mm-hmm. manpower's the answer every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with you. That's okay. They still had ropes and pulley systems and whatnots back in ancient Egypt. Yes, but how? (laughs) Think of how tall the pyramids are, Gimpy. How would you get 20,000 tons? 20,000 tons up to the top. And it's perfectly carved out and is aligning with everything. Like, they didn't have enough time to do that in. Yeah. But I agree with all that. I can't give you a current technological explanation of how that happened, but I also am not going to jump to something that there's no evidence of Mm. as the answer, which also has no explanation. I mean, not no explanation. I feel like- No, there's none. We're here on Earth. There's no- Well, hold on. There's no explanation for aliens. Zero. Okay. So- my answer to you to that is we're here on Earth. We've sustained life. Our planet can can evolve into humans or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you believe, whatever it is. Space is infinite. There's yeah. a billion Earths in yeah. space. And Allegedly. so hold on, pause. Allegedly. So let me just say that for us to be like, oh, no way. We're the only life form I think is super arrogant. Just like new, just numerically speaking, the odds of there being some other planet that can sustain life in some other way. The odds of that not being out there with how infinite space is with the millions of galaxies that are in space that have all, you know, all the suns and all that stuff. I just I think that it would be arrogant to say that that there can't be aliens. And they couldn't I think come it's helped. arrogant to think they would come here. If there's all those choices that you just explained, mm-hmm. it's arrogant to think they would come here. Right. Why would they? Faster. Why would they help us just to build these that giant one time? Mon- yeah. How come they haven't come down and done other stuff for us? Well, depending on how much ancient aliens you've watched, they've helped with other stuff too. <laughs> like what? Like the um, that thing. It's in Arizona, and uh, it looks like a runway. I don't know the name of it. You're talking about the Cadillac Graveyard in Amarillo? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm pretty sure this is in Arizona too. Yeah. 
There's like a runway. Yeah. A Are runway. you talking about the, the 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 UFO over here in Oklahoma where the uh, the thing fell off the Smith truck and they just left it because it looks like a a spaceship? No. No. Mm-mm. No. You talking about the world's biggest thermometer? <laughs> no. Ball it's, of twine. No, it's like it's not only a runway, but there's like um, on the the side of the mountain, there's like stuff carved that correlates. Mount Rushmore. With it. No. Oh, yeah. No. 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 This is like stuff from people thousands of years ago. Like really a long time Native ago. Americans. Uh, I think older than that. Yeah. You can't nod your head and go, yeah, with zero <laughs> explanation. Yeah, because I mean I don't I don't know their Mesopotamian age. I'm not sure of those things. <laughs> not asking you your mes- the Mesopotamian age. I'm just saying that <laughs> there's other things that I think aliens could explain too. So people are texting in, it's the Nazaka lines. Yep, yeah, there yep. we go. Uh thank you. The people texting in about the place in Ethiopia, it's called Leabella in Ethiopia. They claimed the angels worked the night shift when the churches were carved and humans worked the day shift. What? I'm just saying, I I actually will side more with <laughs> angels mm-hmm. than aliens. See, what it is, it's the Nephilim from inner earth, okay, that came out, helped us build the pyramids, and then they crawled back in their hollow earth and went back to doing what they was doing. Oh, it's a heffalump from Horton Hears a Who. They came out and helped us. We're just naming random books. There's a text. Sam, we do know how pyramids were built. No, again, that's a guess. You weren't no, here. No, this is from a website, Live Science. Oh, that's reputable. It I, really is. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I, I don't have time to read this at the exact moment on the air, but there's your, there you go. There's your explanation. we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to update our death pools. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody texting in. I want to make sure I hit this. Never mind aliens. Corbin wants Trump out. Dude, that's nuts. We can't have pedo Joe and sleep to the top Camilla Harris in office. Oh, my God. I can't live in socialism, commie land. Uh, so you didn't take a government check? Hmm. You already got your socialism. Uh, let's go ahead and go ahead and do our updates for uh, Death Pool. This is our last update for the year, so this will be what sticks. Now, the person in the lead will have the choice first. They can take somebody off someone else's list, or they can just take someone off and add someone, or they don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You can stay completely content with your list. Now, uh, of the list we have, Sam has Kirk Dull- Douglas, Prince Philip, Bob Barker, Abby Lee Miller, and wild card is Alex Jones. Gibby has Harvey Weinstein, Ozzy, Hal Holbrook, Angela Lansbury, wild card is Chris Kattan. I have John Lewis, Alex Trebek, Rush Limbaugh, Dick Van Dyke, wild card is Todd Bridges. Sam has points with Kirk Douglas. I have points with John Lewis. So we are tied. Sam got her points first. I'm going to let her go first. So I'm going to take off Abby Lee Miller because she's younger. I feel like since her diagnosis, I think that was like a year or two ago. And like when she went to the, to 
when she went into her wheelchair that like things have not like progressed dance enough. mom this is a dance mom yes. lady for those yes. who don't know who she is she's on dance moms she's the mean one that yells at all the girls to dance better sounds like everybody on that yeah so I'm gonna take her off and I'm going to steal back Alec Trebek really okay yes all right so you're gonna steal Alex Trebek, and that means that I can't steal him, and Gimpy can't steal him Mm-mm. from you. Uh, and you took him because because I feel like I made a mistake last time by letting him off, and especially because I did that, I just feel like karma thinks he's gonna come back and get me. So that's why I want him back. Okay, yeah, and he's back filming again. Seems to be doing just fine. So thank you. Um, I. I'm not kidding. I know, but like, okay, hold on. I was the other times that I put him, taken him off my list and put him back on like a thousand times. You guys have reminded me how crazy that cancer is and that you could be fine, feeling good and be dead two days later. So I'm fine with that. Kind of stuck in a weird predicament here because uh, now that it's my turn, mm-hmm. since I have the next points, is that um, I see three people. On Sam and Gimpy's list that I want. Oh, yeah? And I think, before we address this, if you, like, for example, if I take somebody off Sam's list, she has to put a new person on. She can't then just steal again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this will take forever. Mm-hmm. Right. We steal if, them back and forth. Yeah, if we do that. Or, yeah. Is that the way we agree yeah. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um. So I see three people, two on Sam's, one on Gimpy's, and... I have to replace and put somebody new in for Alex coming off, and I get to take somebody off, Mm -hmm. which is kind of tough because I'm very happy with Dick Van Dyke being on there. Yeah. And I was fine with Alex Trebek. And I've got a list of names here that I want to take, like I want. So I think what I'm going to go with is... Okay. I'm going to go. I'm taking Sam's Prince Philip. I knew that I was not going to survive this round with him still being on my list. I think he is the most vulnerable mm-hmm. of people out there on the death okay. pool. Okay. Yeah. So I like the idea that I have Prince Philip now through the end of the year. And that replaces my Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Now I get to decide if I'm going to take somebody off and put somebody on. Mm. I feel like Rush is really sick. I feel like Rush Limbaugh is really sick. And I have a solid on there. That I want to slide in that I don't think anybody's thought about. Okay. It's under the radar. I think I'm going to stay with where I'm at because Gimpy gets to go now. Mm-hmm. And. Well, do I fill my spot? Yeah. Yeah. But he gets to go. Shouldn't he go? No. I should have a full list before he goes. Right. But okay. Right? No, that's fine if that's what you want to do. Well, no, I mean, because like if you feel pretty adamant that that's what you want to do. Well, because you took off my list to fill yours. Yeah. And so I feel like if you're going to take off my list, then I should have a full list. It makes sense in case there's something on her list that I want to steal. I mean, that's what I was trying to do was avoid somebody being taken off your list. That's fine. Sure. Okay. So, Sam, who do you want to replace Prince Philip? Um, Bob Dole. Bob Dole, solid Mm. choice. 97 years old. Yep. Not doing well. Yep. Does not look great. But you know what we should have done? We should have let the person in last place go first. I know because we're actually the we're, we're, we're in the worst worse. position. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, how did that happen? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. We just want you to get points this year, Gimpy. But I want me to get points uh, this year. When it, me and <laughs> you tied a couple, yeah, me and you mm-hmm. tied a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and then I've won one, and then Corbin's won one. Yeah. Yeah. So you really are due for 
A good death. Thanks. Well, Gippy, what do you have? <laughs> you have Harvey Weinstein, Ozzy, Hal Holbrook, and Angela Lansbury. Okay. So with that being said, I think I'm going to take off Ozman, okay? And I'm going to replace him with Larry King. Oh. We talked about Larry King a little while ago, and I believe Larry King's the one that I was like, oh, man, can I change my death pool now? Or like, nope, not yet. So Larry King, he's just gone through a divorce, right? Or another. is going through another, another should divorce. Be the word, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been like eight. So he's going through another divorce. He is old AF as it is, looking rough as all get out. Okay? And I think that's a lot of trauma, a lot of emotional trauma that for a guy of his age to go through. Um, and I think it's just one of those, I'm just going to let it go. I've been here long enough. I'm just going to go ahead and let it go. So that's why I'm putting Larry King on my list. And Ozzy's just... Ozzy hasn't looked good. He hasn't. He, I mean, if you saw a recent thing with him and uh -huh. his son Jack, and they were mm -hmm. talking about that new show that he has, and I was like... I couldn't understand him more than I normally couldn't. Now, that's my thing. Ozzy hasn't looked good for decades. Okay? It's just, I think mm -hmm. the drugs have gotten him kind yeah. of, you know, fermented. Fermented? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going with, hey, Gimpy, you don't look good. Mm -hmm. I'm going with, Ozzy doesn't look good for Ozzy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> comparing him to his previous Ozzy's. <laughs> right. Right. And for Ozzy, that's bad. I think so. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I can only take off one, right? I can't do multiples? No. Okay, I didn't no, think so. I was no, just making just sure. Just making sure. Just one. I'm surprised you didn't steal. I honestly thought you were going to steal. Because mm -hmm. there's some solid ones on there. Uh, I think Bob Barker's pretty solid. That's the thing, man. We've been... Banking on Bob to die no, for a long no time. There's been no banking. All most of the people here are in their upper 80s and 90s. There's no age isn't a thing, right. especially with the example yesterday, uh, you know, Friday or whatever, mm -hmm. with uh, Eddie Van Halen. I guess that was Monday mm -hmm. with Eddie Van Halen. Uh, so, Sam, give me one that you had that you were looking at as a backup if you were going to go to. Because we're done. It's set for the end of the year. Now we're set. We're set. There's yeah. no more changing. So give me one you had as a backup. Um, I also had Betty White because she's 98 this year. So yeah. I felt like that was one that I was thinking of, even yeah. though I don't want to, just like the number wise, because mm. she does look spry, but 98's tough. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how many people survive that. So that was one I was thinking of as another backup. Gimpy? Tommy Chong. Oh, Tommy Chong is another one that I was thinking about putting on there, and I think he's battling cancer. He's been battling cancer for a while. He's old. He he doesn't look too awful good. If you've seen him recently, uh, I see him a lot of him, like you know the TikTok stuff, social media. I mean, he just he doesn't look. I mean, he looks old, but he doesn't look exactly healthy either. So that was one that I was going to go with, but I stuck with Larry King anyway because I think he's older. So the one that I had as a backup that, and I have some audio to go with it, is she was in The Shining, and she uh, was in Popeye, and she did an interview with uh, Dr. Phil four years ago. Oh, wow. And she's only 71, but I want you to hear the commercial for her being on the show and how unhealthy she is. Robin Williams. I don't think he's dead. Where do you think he is? Shape-shifting. Do you see him? Has, yes. A star's descent into mental illness. The man who threatened me is the sheriff of Nottingham. 
I think there's a whirring disc inside me. I'm very sick. I need help. Well, that's why I'm here. Yeah, whatever. Okay. He was mm-hmm. so nice that day. Of course he was. To so a celebrity, not like uh, random teenagers. Used to be. A celebrity-ish, just not random teenagers suffering on a show. He'll scream at them. Shelly, you obviously couldn't see it unless you have one of those new TV radios, but she was so skinny when she did like um, Shining, and I mean, that was like part of her MO as her character, yeah. and now she looks like Mama June. Yeah, really? she's really huge. She yeah. blowed up, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, she's clearly dealing with something, but that was the, who I had as I was trying to, that was a wild card I didn't think anybody would have thought of. Sorry, not a wild card, but not one that would have been on anybody's radar. All right, so it's set. Kirk Douglas, Bob Dole, Bob Barker, Alex Trebek for Sam. Uh, she got Kirk Douglas points. Gimpy has Harvey Weinstein, Larry King, Hal Holbrook, Angela Lansbury, and I have John Lewis, who I got points for, Prince Philip now, Rush Limbaugh, Dick Van Dyke, and that's the death pool set for the rest of the year. We'll take a break and we'll be back. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Balls to the wall sports with Sam. The Patriots canceled practice yesterday and today after cornerback Stefan Gilmore pet tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, he revealed his status on Twitter and he said he's asymptomatic. Quarterback Cam Newton tested positive last week but hopes to return soon. And Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is calling Monday's post-game hug with Patriots cornerback Stephon Gilmore a mental lapse. Uh, Gilmore has, of course, tested positive for the coronavirus, but ESPN reports that the Chiefs test all came back negative yesterday morning. Yeah, incubation period. He's sleeping in a separate bedroom because his wife's pregnant. Uh, Fiance is pregnant. Well, that's good. That is sweet. But Uh, also... For 14 days? Yes. Out. And they're sharing the same indoor air. Which is also a thing. Good point. So sleeping next to each other means nothing. He could sneeze in one room. It gets filtered through the system, blows into her room. Boom, she got COVID. Okay. Uh, it yeah. ain't that easy of sleeping in another bed. If, if I was her, I'd probably go to a hotel or something. And the Lakers, Or he could or go he, to a yes, hotel. Yes, yes. That, that too. She's I, pregnant. I, I, like, I know, but I like hotels, so for me. For what? For what reason? treat. Well, banging, and I okay, just like hotel rooms. so you're going to go bang while you're pregnant? Um, yes. Oh, yeah. You like hotel rooms? I love hotel uh, rooms. I think they're dirty. I don't like them. I do. I think, well, I mean. I like being on vacation, so I make the sacrifice. But yeah. ultimately, I'm like, God, you know what sounds awesome? Staying in a hotel room mm-hmm. where you got to take the top layer of the sheet off because they don't clean that one. Yeah, sometimes I get <laughs> a little nervous, but mostly I like hotel rooms and hotel room sex. And the Lakers uh, are going to wear their Black Bomba uniforms against Miami as they can clinch their 17th championship with a victory tomorrow and are 4-0 and in the Black, Mommy jers- uh, Black Mamba jerseys in the playoffs. I'm, that's Balls to Ball Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, on Thursdays, we do this thing called Topless, which we're going to get to in a second. But I need to congratulate Aaron Wilson of Skyatook. Congratulations, Mr. Wilson. 
is qualified to maybe get out of here. F2020, another chance to get qualified. Coming up very soon, we're also going to speak with Cody Nance, who is going to be at the BOK this weekend for the PBR. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but let's go ahead and do our top list. Zero! Or this one. It's time for the Big Nine Morning <laughs> so Show's top list. list. Random topics, randomly drawn, with random results. Now here's Corbin, Gimby, and Sam with this week's top list. All right, top list this week are people you should follow online. Sam, what do you have? Um, so at number five, um, I have Trey Kennedy. He is a comedian. What, you need and, to tell us what, le, where on social media you're following them. Okay, I follow, I listen to podcasts and I follow um, on Instagram. Most of these people I follow on Instagram because okay. I like to follow the stories of like the day-to-day. And these are the people that I think have interesting stuff to say every day and that kind of stuff. They post interesting stuff and it's a daily like fun follow. So um, his name's Trey Kennedy and he is a comedian and a podcaster and he lived in Oklahoma for a while and I think that's why he came across my feed but I he's just like very positive he doesn't like grump about stuff like all of it is like happy stuff to laugh at like since there was no March Madness he was like doing the March Madness of um different carbonated waters like what was better LaCroix and like Facing them, it was just fun and like fun banter because he posts stuff that his like listeners say all the time, and he's really good at speaking by himself. And I like listening to how he does that, so he's a fun follow. That's number five, and then number four, I have Cardi B. Um, she is she will go on like rants where she'll be quiet for a couple of weeks, but then something will make her mad or whatever, and then she's just very real about. Like, what appears to be real to me about, like, not wearing makeup and, like, you know, telling people to F off when she wants to. And I just <laughs> like that. <laughs> she's kinda, Okay. And I think she's super funny, like, the way she talks. And she's just herself. I like that. Um, so, for number three, I have Pardon My Frenchie. And this <laughs> is my favorite dog to follow right now because this dog has three legs and the dog's name is Beth. And how I think they started, how I think Beth and the owner started on the internet and people following them a lot was because they were walking in New York City and someone was like, God, move your dog. And she just responded with EAD, Carol. And so what she said the whole thing. I can't. Right. But And so all their merchandise says that on it, which I think is super funny. And this dog is just like a mess. And it puts me in a good mood to follow Beth being like a three-legged dog that, you know, doesn't know nothing. Gets upset at things. It cries all the time. Like, it's just Sounds funny. fantastic. It's, no, but it's Hearing a dog funny. cry all the time is awesome. She, uh, no, but she, like, whines about stuff. Oh, that's even better. Like, speaks to her owners what it feels like. Like, I just, they're always, it's like a fun, no-brainer thing to do. Whenever I get mad or, like, get grumpy at stuff, like, I always will just go look at puppies on the internet. Um, And this, I'm surprised this is the only one on your list. Well, the, yeah, because this is my very favorite one, and then, then the rest of them are, like, people that I think are fun follows, because I feel like everybody knows who Doug the Pug is, and of course I follow right, can't, that. you got to be a hipster on it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, pardon the Frenchie, is, like, someone you may not uh. know about that I want you to follow, because I want that Pilfers to do good, especially because 
Well, you want its owners to do good. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the puppy's super spoiled, too. It has a huge wardrobe. Guarantee the owner's spoiled way more. Um, Yes, because of her puppy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they have a nice apartment and stuff like that. I don't really ever think about that. I only think about, like, the dog (laughs) bed the dog's on and the clothes the dog has on. Because if I were to become that, an Instagram fur mom, then... I would do the same. That's what I would want for my puppy. I'd want them to have like a down comforter bed. You might not remember this. Maybe Gimpy does. Yeah. But when there, David Letterman used to do this thing called Stupid Pet Tricks. And he would have people come on and, and with their pets and they'd try to get them to do tricks. But they never worked out. Like it, most of the time it just. They're like, oh, I'm going to make my dog don't do, this. do what you want them to do. Especially in a yeah. studio audience. And new where stimulation, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think about every time when someone has an Instagram for their pet, is that the amount of work it is. No, no, stay right there. Stay there. Right. I'm dang it. Toonses, stay. (laughs) That's true. And Frenchies are hyperactive. There's somebody in my neighborhood that just got one, like, a month ago, and that I will lose my goddamn mind. I'll make Jeff stop the car so I can go pet her dog. And now she knows who I am, and my dog knows, or, sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Her dog (laughs) knows who I am. Wow. Mm, Hope something coming listen. out there, something slipping. I'm gonna yeah. steal your dog one day. Uh, every time I see a Frenchie, I can only think about how much money they cost. I don't they, care. They're no, no, so no. cute. I'm, as much money as they dropped for that animal, right? Yeah. And then they're like, ah, I can't afford internet for my kid to learn at home because you spent fourteen hundred dollars on a dog, hoping that it's gonna learn to skateboard. Because <sighs> Frenchies, they are good skateboarders. Stop. They are. They're Stop. more than any other animal. Stop. Well, I don't really follow that many other animals that much, but, and so because I don't, it just like populates my feed with Frenchie stuff and pug stuff. So I don't really know. I think if, I've seen a lot of um, bulldogs that have been quite good that's at what I was. Uh, well, bulldogs I've seen a lot are of them. English bulldogs. Yeah, they're kind of. No, no, you said Frenchies. Yeah, Frenchies so are I'm saying a bulldog. bulldog. Frenchies are a kind of bulldog. You okay. have like different ones. It's a French bulldog instead of an American bulldog or, like, whatever kind of bulldog. It's sure. Ki- it's a kind of bulldog. Bulldogs are sure. good at skateboarding. Sure. So you get one, and you just hope that it knows how to skateboard so that you can, you know, get up those followers because I'll like your post every time if you taught your dog to skateboard. See? I'm Again, I'm surprised you only had one dog on all your list because you can't stop yourself when you start talking about mm-hmm. dogs. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, I probably follow more animals than people, to yeah, be honest. I believe that. That's yeah. why I'm like, I can't believe you named humans. So number two, I have Beyonce because I think she, I love Beyonce, obviously, because I'm a girl and who doesn't, but I think that she does post like good stuff and I like to see what her family is doing. And her first kid looks so much like Jay-Z that it's like creepy. And so I kind of like to follow that a little bit just out of like curiosity and yeah, I love Beyonce. And then number one, my favorite person, my favorite human to follow is Chrissy Teigen because Chrissy is like super sarcastic and I like to watch her interact with people and it always populates to the top whenever, whosever account it is, they've commented on something. And so it's so fun to go back and like read like her arguing with somebody because she gets, she's like human. Anybody gets super into an argument, and even though she's a celebrity and you think they'd be exu- like exempt from uh, arguing with just random Instagram people, random trolls, she like really gets into it. I think it's fun to follow. I'm uh, on Beyonce's page because I wanted to see these pictures of their kid because I've never seen a picture. I'm back You've to You've never Febu- seen a picture of Beyonce's kids? I'm back to February of last year, and there's not one picture on their Instagram. 
Oh no, I mean I I mean okay, maybe in stories is where I've been seeing them and not as much posted. Yeah. Here's yeah, here's one of here's one. I found one. January of twenty nineteen. And it's her, her like an old picture of her next to her kid blue. Yeah. Okay. Blue's the one that looks like Jay Z a lot. I mean, the picture is her next to him, next to Blue, so they look right. exactly like. No, but I mean, like in like the stuff, and maybe it is more of the stories that I'm seeing her kids because uh, okay, no, that's yeah. surprising. But because I feel like I see her kid all the time, um, it like even when Blue was a baby, she just looked like a little baby Jay Z. It was weird. We're doing top list. Did you get to your number one? Yeah. Who was it? Christine. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, top list, people you should follow online. Gimpy. All right, so I'm just going to tell you right now, every last one of these are from TikTok. I love the TikTok. I really don't get into social media too much, follow people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of that, but I discovered the talk, and I fell in love with it. So coming in at number five is a dude called Ginger Billy, and he's this uh, comedian, uh, kind of a redneckish kind of guy, lives out in the country, and I stumbled across him. He built a... Uh, a tater tank is what it is. And and what he did is he took his old minivan and he painted a camo and then he created this massive potato cannon and he strapped it to the top of it and he drives this sort of thing around shooting taters wherever out in the middle of nowhere. He's just pretty, like at like trees and stuff yeah, or what? Yeah, yeah. Trees or bales of hay or huh. whatever. And that's not okay. all he does. He just he does other stuff, but he's pretty funny as well. But that's the one thing that like sticks out the most and what's got me hooked. I'm like, this guy's funny. And he does cool things. So Ginger Billy is that one. Number four on my list. Not following one goddamn ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four on my list is a, this guy is crazier than an S-house rat, okay? He goes by Joe Gillespie the Great. Got him on TikTok as well. He's a YouTuber guy, I guess, apparently. And... What he does is he covers all kinds of conspiracy theories, and he goes, he starts every video off, absolute proof that there's aliens, or absolute proof that blah, 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 and I follow this guy because it's such an S show of what he does and what he's talking about, it's kind of funny, and yet I'll go back and I'll I'll be like, okay, that's interesting, and then I'll start Google searching myself or whatever, or, you know, whatever he's talking about. Joe Gillespie the Great is what he goes by. Number three on my list is, I talked about this guy before, it's Brad Goss. He uh, is a children's book writer. Uh, he has he writes these books and illustrates them in like children's type books uh, and his stuff like, you know, you're going to camp coronavirus because you didn't wash your hands or or why mommy has a drinking problem or, you know, stuff like that. I discovered him and, and, and his books are hilarious. So I follow him on the TikTok as well. Does he like read his books on TikTok? He does. That's cool. He does. He'll go through quite a few of them and, and read and, and and explain how he got there and the ideas and whatnots like that. Number two on my list is a guy called Evan Berger. He goes by Hayberg. He's a comedian and he does impressions. He does great impressions of Obama and Trump and Biden and Bernie Sanders and stuff like that. Um, and 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 he puts them in like funny little scenarios. Like, I'm going to go ahead and play this one right here for you. It's uh, Trump and Obama go on a road trip. Okay, listen to this. Uh, no, Donald, we are not there. Uh, and it'll be some time before we get there. 
Well, I'm very bored. I'm one of the boredest people. I'm very bored. I'm frankly more bored than a lot of people would think that I am, but I'm bored. And I want to know, are we there yet? Donald, I have told so, you time and time again. This guy. What's his name again? Evan Berger. B-E-R-G-E-R. No relation that I can think of. Now, he's a start total white guy. saying you are. <laughs> no, I just... They, they no, just the start saying yeah. you are. Like, we I look I a lot alike. I guess I should. Let me see your baby picture. Yeah, right? Uh, total white guy. He's like some six, over six feet tall. He's a big dude. And he's just... His impressions are hilarious. And it cracks me up every time that he comes up with something. So that's why he follows, uh, falls in at number two. And number one on my list is... I'm going to say the name, and you may or may not know who I'm talking about, but uh, it's Leslie Jordan. You know who Leslie Jordan is? Leslie Jordan is, uh, he's a comedian, he's an actor, and he is very flamboyant. The most recent show that he was on was on Fox with uh, Carol Burnett, and it was called The Cool Kids or something like that. And then he was also on... um, I, I can't. It was a '90s sitcom. Will and Grace. Will and Grace. There American you go. American Horror Story. There mm. you go. There okay. you go. So this guy, he pops up when when TikTok first came around for me. Anyway, this video pops up, and the most famous TikTok video saying of his would be, "Well, ass, what y'all doing? Screwing?" And just his videos are hilarious, and the stories that he tells. That's why he comes in at number one for me. I love how I picked all girls and a dog, and you picked all dudes for yours. So I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm shocked. As to, no women. When you talk about that's all TikTok is good for. They're they're just they're not. They're not names that he keeps following. Exactly. They're not funny. They're, they're just, just boobs. boobs. Okay. They're just they're objects just to TNA, him. TNA man. That's all it is. It's just <laughs> TNA. <laughs> You know, if Kate Upton had a TikTok, which she may, I'll have to search for it, I probably would mention that one. But the rest of them are just like... Because you're not already following her? Gir- no, I'm not. Just like girls next door or like random thirst traps that are trying to yeah. know, get attention. And I'm just like... And to be quite honest thirst with traps. you, I am getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of the goddamn thirst traps huh. on TikTok. Okay. They're fu- they're all right for a little but they just won't stop. Yeah. Goes off your feed. So yeah. they're like, oh. Maybe I should stop liking You're looking at flamboyant 65-year-old men. Oh, yeah, it's going to stop. The algorithm's going to work a little different. <laughs> it's going to change things up a little bit. Next thing you know, Elton John's popping up. Ooh. We're doing our top list, and this week it's people you should follow online. Mine are all Instagram, and I've got links that I'm going to send you guys. Sam, if you log in, you'll get to see these. And these are, um, some of them should be predictable for me, and some of them shouldn't. Number five that I have is one that is sent to me from a listener that I was a little skeptical of, but now I'm on board. It's called Go Clean Co., and it's a cleaning company, and they show all the different ways they clean stuff, and it's spectacular. There is something, if you're someone who likes to clean things and you feel good after it's cleaned, Mm -hmm. this fits, like, scratches that itch for you. That is And then totally it gives you ideas. Not what I was expecting at all whatsoever. You, what were you expecting? I was expecting people. <laughs> people. I just social media accounts you should follow. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I wasn't expecting a, I mean, this is a lady. A it's clean, a person. A cleaning crew. It's not a cleaning crew. It's a lady. Like, she owns a cleaning company, and these are the things. And a listener sent it to me, and it's, it's fantastic. That is pretty good. 
Uh, the next one I have is one that I might have a little shame on, but that's okay. I'll own it. And that is a website, uh, Facebook account called Target is Everything. This lady finds amazing things on Target. Not any of them really pertain to me so much. But you see something, you're like, I didn't know that they had that on Target. <laughs> and you find it, and you can go buy it at Target. It's, it's pretty great. I found some pretty good things uh, for my girls uh, on there, like Halloween. She put a bunch of Halloween stuff when it became available. And they just Target started carrying these milk bars, if you know what milk uh, candy company is, uh, bakery out of uh, New York. Uh, they started carrying some product that they have. So just kind of keeps you up to date on stuff that is Target. But goddamn, like, that is such a great idea. And, like, that person now gets paid just to go shop around Target. Yeah. That's and they pretty have, awesome. They have a ton. They have, like, a million or whatever that is. Yeah. 143,000 followers. But it there's one. You can find them for every place that you like to go. If Sam's Club, yes. Walmart, sure. Uh, Costco, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, they have accounts like that on social media where they just go find crazy things on at those stores. That's fun. Number three, I have another total dork thing for me is um, Mike's weather page. Mike's weather. Mike's weather page, and he does a website called SpaghettiModels.com, and it's just for weather, specifically hurricanes. And when you see his, <laughs> it's total nerd stuff. I, I thought you were making a joke about. Total nerd stuff, and I thought it's going to be hot weather people. So, no, that's this why is that surprised total, me. No, this is total nerd stuff, like nerd weather stuff. Like, if you want to know exactly what's going on with Hurricane Delta, this guy's got it, and it's fun. for me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, all right, so that's number three. Number two is uh, more of a satirical, but yet real life one, and it is called McDojo Life. And this is people who fail brilliantly at martial arts in some form or fashion are trying to parade that they know martial arts or know what they're doing and getting their ass whooped or something to that effect. Like there's um, this guy blows a lot of people up that have um, fake martial arts Mm -hmm. where like he they just show that they like barely put a finger on you and you fall down and how that's not real. Right. Because it's not. And things like that. And if you love any type of fighting. <laughs> I just watched this big breasted woman get knocked the F out with a punching bag. That's funny. Yeah, it's if you like stuff like that, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> the last one, I think a lot of people, maybe it'll be polarizing. I don't know. And uh, there's a guy I like a lot. He's got a podcast I think is pretty good. And he has a satirical account called Tactical Asshole. And these are people who think they're super tactical because they overdo their two-way rights. (laughs) And he basically mocks them. And as someone who was a Navy SEAL, uh, he feels he understands how you should or shouldn't be doing something. And he will explain it. And there's one where there's a girl and she's doing the splits like on her hand, like a handstand, but her legs are spread. And a guy's got his long rifle. Um, Dude, that's a 50 cal, man. Is that a 50 cal? Yeah. You can tell on, by- like he's using her as a. Absolutely not. That's not as a, good for a gooch. As, as a, a mount. <laughs> and a he, gun stand, maybe. And he comments, I would pay good money to watch this tactical a-hole pull the trigger. Just one live round. Just one. Or talks about, like, another guy who's got a face mask on, and he's got his hip 
uh, holster, inside hip holster, attached to the face mask. Oh, good God. And he writes, just when you think it can't get any more ridiculous, enter the mask holster. What could possibly go wrong? I'm sure this draw stroke is smooth, efficient, and ergonomic. And then he has a term for certain boys who suck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he, and he says, so I'll just F boys be everywhere. That's and he fun. makes fun of people who overdo their 2A. That's fun. It's pretty oh, fantastic. Steven Seagull. Yeah, you should be leery <laughs> because Christ. Sam is obviously finding out some things before I could tell her. There is, oh my there, God. It won't be uncommon to see someone shoot their face off on this. Because <laughs> he's showing people how not to handle weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And again, that is called tactical asshole. That's fun. There is some... Gimpy, there are some really good ones up there where people don't understand the term recoil. And his whole point of all this is he can't stand Steven Seagal. (laughs) He says Steven Seagal's the biggest joke ever and a fraud. Wow, that's fun because I seen a video just the other day. Big, fat Steven Seagal. Still taking people down like it's nothing. Yeah. Like it's nothing. So think Strangers or, or people like a, he showed It was like a tournament. It oh, was like a. Oh, he's a, doing a, tournaments now yeah, at his age, huh? Yeah, yeah. It That's was something to that effect. Maybe he was out there demonstrating. I don't know. But he was dressed up in the gi and the Sure he was. And, yeah. He loves wearing his gi. Oh, yeah. He looks horrible, by the way. Yeah. Was his beard dyed black? Yeah. Yeah. So fake. Oh, that's Ugh. fun. He so is gross. He is he, gross. He really is gross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying he's a fraud. I'm saying this Navy SEAL says he's a fraud. No, no, no. Which I feel like there are a few people can call out other people for certain things. Yeah. And if you're emulating some of these things Mm -hmm. that these guys go through, I feel like they're totally warranted to call people out. Absolutely. And they're SEALs. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOT. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Well, what was that about, Corbin? We promoted it so it doesn't happen. Usually how it goes. Uh, Lynn and DC are going to have a chance for you to get qualified for F2020, so be listening for that cue every hour. I didn't read the story a while back because I feel like uh, these stories are becoming quite common. And it's a story about a man who fell to his death while taking photos at Glen Canyon Dam in Arizona. Okay. And like, you know, hey, whatever, (laughs) those type of photos. So they sent a crew to go looking for him and to, you know, get his remains. And while they did, they found... Remains of another body, not that guy. They found that guy, but they found also this other skeleton. And so now they're doing an investigation to find out who this other guy is and how he got there. Maybe they were both taking pictures. Not together yeah, but nobody at the same missed, time. Yeah. No, no, one's a skeleton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they, they weren't, weren't together taking, at the right. same time. But they don't know because wouldn't the other person, like whoever they were with, be like, hey, we haven't heard from so-and-so. No one reported that maybe they... Anyway, fascinating story. Because who would have thought they're like, okay, let's go get whatever dude, photo dude, and then, oh, wait, here he is. Oh, wait, who's that? Who's that person? I don't know who that that person is. I've never once gone, like, hiking by myself, ever. Right. 
Because I always go hiking to begin with. So right. I'm definitely not going to, I'm only going to do it if someone's going to be mad at me if I don't. Hiking by yourself is good. It's good for you. It's good to get in your head like that. Yeah. Kind of free some things out. I did it when I went to Colorado. Went up to this major state that park. Might have been a little medically induced, but whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was that was part of it. It's yeah, part of my it was, spiritual it's adventure. It's like more right. like a walkabout. <laughs> <laughs> I did get really close to a deer. It's yes. a skosh different. <laughs> not really the same. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a fan. I love I love going on hikes. I love it. You get to go out and kind of explore, think about things. Mm-hmm. Right? Be out in nature is good for your soul. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I just don't like to go in nature by myself. You're afraid you can pull up to a stoplight and somebody's going to murder you? No, what, you- what do you like doing by yourself? Ooh, not that many things. I like shopping by myself. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, so the, the chance of something dangerous happening to you mm-hmm. is much higher with you shopping by yourself. I know, but there's other people around that could call and get me help, like that kind of stuff. You fall or whatever. Someone wants to kidnap you. Like, there's just yeah. too many bad things that happen. The chances of you falling. For me. From, for, hold on. The chances of you falling while on a hike is avoidable. Well, I know By that not going to areas. Says every person that's ever fell ever. And by the way, you can injure yourself on some dumbass little thing. Like, you know, barely rolling your ankle over. Like, and then being stuck. It just, I don't like it. I've seen, I've seen too many scary movies. You can roll I, your ankle shopping. I, I mean, I mean, that would be super hard to. I fall down steps, escalator, walking out of the elevator, slipping on food in the food court. I just feel like for me, it's higher with people. All right. Cody is ready. Cody's going to be at the PBR this weekend at the BOK Center. Hey, Cody, how are you, man? Hey, doing great. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Uh, so the uh, PBR is happening this weekend at the BOK Center. You guys, the PBR has actually been back at it for a while, haven't you guys? Yes, sir, we have. We were planning on coming to Tulsa earlier, so uh, they postponed it. Uh, but uh, I believe everybody's ready to go because, I mean, that's one of the greatest events of all in the whole year we get to go to. So we, we expect the best bulls and uh, absolutely leads to the best competition. So. When I was getting ready to talk to you, one of the things I found out about you that uh, was shocking is that you're from Tennessee, and you don't. There's not a lot of bull riders from Tennessee, is there? Or maybe you can educate me. Well, bull riding's been going on uh, all over the country longer than a lot of these other sports and events that you see. Um, old hands from way back in the 70s and you know even before that for 50 years plus i've been competing in my hometown so i grew up watching bull riding and a lot of people aren't familiar with it because they think everything you know western is out west but um really there's a lot of cowboy heritage western lifestyle and whatnot here in in the east and you know it's uh as everywhere you go there's a little bit of country so you just got to keep your eyes open you'll miss it <laughs> it is tennessee is gorgeous um you were rookie of the year your first year and uh what are you looking forward to or expecting uh this weekend over at the pbr well i've been working really hard i've been expecting a big win i'm i'm excited i got a really good bull uh for the first round i i think i could be 90 points on and um uh, I'm ready to come strap, and I'm getting on some practice bulls today just to get tuned up and and get back out there. I've been sitting out for seven months this year, and so uh, I need 
to get me a couple good finishes, if not a big W, and uh, try to get my spot uh, for the world finals, and hopefully I can close in and, and uh, capture my 12th world finals, I guess it would be. <laughs> is is this the fir- like the longest you've had downtime without an injury going on? Uh, well, I had an injury going on, actually. Uh, I dislocated my hip last year. It kept me out for a little bit, uh, fractured my collarbone, then I uh, dislocated my shoulder third round of the finals. So that dislocated shoulder led me to have to sit out for seven months this year. And so not the hip? Me and not the hip. No, I was back in uh, nine weeks, I believe, after the dislocated oh hip. Oh, my but, God. Um, <laughs> which which one of those is worse? Which one of those injuries is the worst? Uh, my hip was definitely felt worse, but I had sustained some nerve damage from my shoulder injury and so uh thankfully that's all it was um that might sound a little weird but i didn't tear anything and the the nerve can heal it just takes a while um it's getting stronger and i'm confident it's able to work and i can do my job with it so I'm not worried about that now. Just got to get that big old wire brush out and knock knock that rust off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that um, other bull riders, like, you know, everyone gets injuries a lot in that sport because it's a very dangerous sport. Um, How was it like being told that, like, oh, you're going to have your hip work done and that's going to keep you out for, like, nine weeks, but the shoulder is going to be months? Were you trying to push it with both injuries? Oh, the hip deal was a little bit scary um, just because we rely on our hips and our our grip with our feet and our legs so much, you know, and then you got to land on them and you can kind of avoid sometimes landing on your shoulders and stuff like that. But, I mean, your hips are always going to take a pounding, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you land on your side, you hit your hip, you, you land on your feet, you hit your hip, you land on your back, you know. But, uh, uh I came back from that really, really well. I was blessed. I didn't have any trouble at all with my hip. Um, it was my shoulder that, you know, when I dislocated it at the finals, I wanted to compete the rest of the finals. I didn't want to have to sit out. It was the third round. There's a lot of money to be won. I had some good bulls drilled. And, and Tandy, he told me, Dr. Tandy is our uh, orthopedic surgeon that travels around with the PBR, and he says, yeah, he said, if you can, I asked him, can I ride tomorrow? You know, he said it back there at the venue, and I said, well, I want to ride tomorrow. You, know, you think I'll be able to? He says, I'll tell you what, you come down here and see me. If you can lift that elbow above your shoulder, you can ride. But I couldn't peel it off my side. So, <laughs> um, And it was like that for quite a while, so it took a lot of work and time to be able to get it back over my head and, and get back to where I could ride. And So I, I'm just thankful to be back. Um Regardless what happens, guys, it will be done. I'm, I'm thankful I'm healthy and ready to rock and roll, whatever comes my way. We should point out that the for the 16th consecutive season, uh, PBR's Elite Unleash the Beast is coming back to the BOK Center. So I know the folks at the BOK Center are psyched. We are here in Tulsa. What about some of the requirements that you guys have to do as riders with the new world that we're living in? Well, we have to obviously take our COVID test weekly and try to um, – steer clear from too many people and, you know, kind of confine ourselves so that we create a safe atmosphere for all the other people that want to come and try to enjoy the event and compete and, and do their job and 
you know, it's just, uh, you got to be responsible these days. You got to, um, look out for each other, which I feel like is, a it's a, it's a good season for that. <laughs> so long people have been looking out for themselves only, but, uh, you know, we, this time we <laughs> start showing kindness and by, uh, by not being selfish, but showing our selfless sides and, you know, just doing whatever it takes to protect those around us. And, and uh, you know, that's what PBR is doing. They've implemented the, P, uh, P, the pod seating arrangement, which basically is 50% capacity. And as of now, that gives everybody space to be able to feel safe and enjoy the event. And, yeah, this event's been taking place a long time. I've been there several years. Uh, had, had a lot of success there. I'm very thankful um, to be able to have gone as I have, you know, as long as I have. And, um, but that's been one of my favorite events. I always expect, like I said, the best bulls and some outstanding rides. Uh, it's always really fun. I love the venue and the crowd that shows up. But real knowledgeable Oklahoma fans, no bull riding, and they sure get excited. And shoot, that just adds a little bit more to that atmosphere. Whenever you stay on, it fires, it fires you up, you know. So, um we did have to ride there for a little while without fans and I think it showed us how spoiled we are to them. <laughs> we love the fans and we couldn't do it without them. Well, I know you and the rest of the uh, the Warriors are looking forward to getting into it, man. You guys are tough as nails and watching you guys ride is always a pleasure and and the PBR's got a thing going on where it's called Be Cowboy Safe when you're out at these events. Ten and older are going to be required to wear masks in, as well as staff and competitors. Uh, temperatures are going to be doing, they're doing all the screenings. The pod seating that Cody was talking about is available. BOKCenter.com to get your tickets for the event happening this weekend over at the BOK Center. Make sure you come out and enjoy, enjoy and support Cody and the rest of the riders. Cody, thank you for taking the time to talk to us, man. Uh, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you. And I also wanted to mention that tickets are also available at Ticketmaster. And they're just as low as $15 starting out. So very inexpensive and, and a very good show. Uh, so I hope everybody enjoys it. Hope to see you there. Right on. Be safe, man. Thanks for the time. You too. Thank you. All right, sir. See you later. That's Cody Nance. We'll take a break and we'll come back and find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Find out what everybody learned. Sam, what did you learn today? That I am nowhere near as tough as a bull rider. And I put all girls on my list. Gimpy put all dudes. And Corbin put all not people. I think it says something about us. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that your hips are always going to take a pounding. And that uh, we don't know what our brains don't know. You know? Uh, I learned that Sam is always looking at puppies. Oh, well. Because <laughs> she's always angry. Uh, and I also learned no girls, no weed. Sounds like high school again for Gimpy. <laughs> it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Steven Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you 
there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.